of the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, if we go back a year, Mike, I think all of the Brothers of Discussion fans remember that the Brothers of Discussion of were busy on WrestleMania weekend. All thanks to me and my terrible planning skills. But, oh my. this year's a little bit different, and we're here we to We got talk. nothing going on contact. this year. Tackle. I was thinking tackle and contact came out of my mouth. Maybe I'm... I've been watching too much NFL. Um, we're here to tackle NXT and WrestleMania. Each match, both match cards in their entirety, going down uh, to the count of the brothers of... I don't know what I'm saying now. All right, let's let's just jump into the show. Uh, now, if you want to follow us during WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver, which is, remember, folks, this Friday. I don't know if uh, WWE has done enough to remind everybody it's not on a Saturday, it's on a Friday. I, I think they just now started putting out ads um, this past Monday, so uh, I think people are going to miss it. But remember, if you're a Brothers of Discussion fan, it is this Friday, 7 o'clock, on the WWE Network. Well, I guess, you know what, it'll be available if you tune in on Saturday, so I guess it's not, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Um, any hoozles, if you want to uh, come have a uh, talk to uh, talk to if if you wow. want to listen to how smarted we are during um those nights of action <laughs> sorry it, i'm purposely trying Steiner to make I'm this sound to? Even what's worse. going on over there <laughs> i'm looking at porn I'm, let me turn it you want to hear some intelligence you're going to we're going to hear if there's two brothers you're going to hear 50% intelligence <laughs> But there's only one of me, so you're going to hear my 50%. But if I'm a little mumbly, then you're going to only hear my 25%. So if you divide that by the podcast, you get 25 out of 75. And then you divide that by thirds, because we're only a third away through the show. Well, Matt, that's you okay kind of over there? Are you right okay? Um, yeah, how many pile drivers did you take today? My God. What? They still don't even know where they can find us. Somehow they've stumbled so, across this podcast. They don't know where Facebook is. This is why. Tweets. <laughs> is why i don't listen to this shit um that's uh at, i don't even know where i'm going after this i i want to love these guys where do i go it's at do i go to soundcloud B-O-D i know podcast. that doesn't help seo <laughs> go ahead at bod podcast you can find us bodpodcast.com and brothers of discussion.com yes so we're gonna be probably live t- probably Likely, very likely, unless we get a Disney World offer, uh, live tweeting NXT TakeOver in New York. New York, I'm going to be there. It's going to be very exciting. I can't wait. Uh, and then, uh, you know, on Sunday, we're going to have WrestleMania, another very big day. I won't be there personally, but I will be somewhere booing my heart out for the event in its entirety. Matt, I very exciting. Bef- if we should have Vince Russo as a special guest twitter host for the wrestlemania <laughs> pre-show i think i think our next bit is we're gonna have a twitter feed just from fake vince russo <laughs> i think that's a great idea although it would be 
suppose so. Absolutely. <laughs> it would be very tough to not use that for every single Twitter post. Um, alrighty. I so, think I think what would be funny is every match. You know what? Uh, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole. You know we saw some great schoolboy roll-ups. Uh, you know what? You can roll this match right into the garbage. No stars. <laughs> Uh, Matt, before we dive into the marathon weekend of professional Whee! wrestling, uh, just something a little lighthearted here. Uh, WWE website uh, released the t- 35 for the WrestleMania 35, the 35 greatest matches in WrestleMania oh, that's history. Why they pick 35. Oh. <laughs> I see. It's a profit scam. <laughs> okay. Matt, I almost stopped reading this list immediately because clocking in at number 35, I saw the name Shane McMahon. Woo! It was his battle against AJ Styles, um, you know, last year, which honestly wasn't the worst match. I apologize. Two years ago. Well, honestly, it wasn't the worst match of all time, but I, I just don't want to see Shane McMahon in a greatest WrestleMania matches list. I don't want to see him in the greatest matches list. I don't want to see his name ever. Matt, uh, your feelings on number 35. Uh, you know, it's immediately reminding us all that we had such <laughs> an amazing booking uh, last yes. year and what a shit bag of a match it was. Uh, you know, on purpose. On purpose, they made sure AJ and Shinsuke didn't <laughs> rock the house. Uh, it's just... Yeah, you don't want to overshadow the big Shane and AJ match. Uh, tough to do. Um, I, I think I think one through five are pretty solid. Uh, Undertake the first Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels match. Uh, just you know, in ring storytelling at its best. Uh, I it's, you had Macho. it's the match I've watched more in my life. And if you go to bodpodcast.com, I blogged about it when when we did. Uh, top 10 Shawn Michaels moments uh that of course was an honor yeah. of his return that was that was number one and I, and I actually highlighted the entire Undertaker feud because I couldn't pick you know what you know how do I want to do this do I really want to have like one through three is going to be Undertaker and Shawn Michaels uh I don't know matches and and promos no it was all just that entire feud but when you're picking straight up matches, easily number one, Undertaker and, and Michaels at WrestleMania 25. You know, I, that it's a it's a perfect pick because to me it reminds me of um, I think Roger Ebert was writing about um, uh, Bill Murray, mm-hmm. and he said you know when Bill Murray just enters a room, he just start you know you just start laughing. So I think similarly, Undertaker and Shawn they didn't even need like you know uh, weeks of promos. Where they, you know, have these elongated speeches with each other, like the, the history, of, you know, their relationship with this company and the characters they've established, they could literally just look at each other, and you'd probably start chanting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it helped that you know they're also incredible wrestlers. Besides having those that 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 aura around each of them, um, and this was just this is the match I show to people when they're like, I don't understand pro wrestling, so I show them Undertaker versus Shawn. Oh, I, I show the money in the bank. Um, <laughs> you wanted to talk. <laughs> you want to talk about Macho Man, and uh, I almost said Macho Man and Randy Savage. Um, Both in the same body. Yeah, that is incredible. Uh, <laughs> going 
So, uh, Macho Man going up against Ricky uh, Matt, Steamboat. Hot tag. I, yeah, go ahead. If, if you were to guess who between Randy Savage and the Macho Man, which one of them uh, <laughs> is would you consider to be tethered if it was the movie Us? Um, I guess you'd have to go with Macho Man, right? Like you heard it here first. So we're gonna go into this Macho Man versus Steamboat match. <laughs> Man, the world loves this match. It's as if everybody got together and said this is the greatest thing since ever it almost feels like a conspiracy doesn't it i i don't know who started this rumor um why why is this their like intellectual collective agreement i i i appreciate it yeah i think if you watch it back to back to back with like i have with like wrestlemania's i don't know one through 13 yeah um like it's far and away a much more skilled match than you're used to you know like sergeant slaughter versus hulk hogan is just you know it couldn't be farther away as far as you know like in-ring ability um so these two guys are incredible workers but i can't say the second greatest match of all time at wrestlemania is one that ends on a roll-up i can't i can't do it i'm sorry (laughs) Yeah, and I the, can't do it. the you know the emotion like think about the emotion and storytelling that goes into number one, and then now we're just picking like here's here's what I picture like this is what goes on in my head when I'm thinking about this match and how it became like this. Everybody says this is the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. I feel like it was like a Pee Wee Herman kind of thing, and and there's a large room of people discussing like what what was the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. And Ricky Steamboat was back there, <laughs> just trying to give his two cents, just going, I think it was Ricky versus Randy. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I, what happened from there, what had happened was, uh, I think there was just a giant group of people that went, oh, no, uh, I don't quite remember that match. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. A technical masterpiece. Ah, spot on. Uh, what was your name, sir? Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I've never actually watched the match, uh, <laughs> but I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, honestly, if if you're listening right now and you're smashing your, your AirPods into tiny little bits, I, I mean... <sighs> Send, send us a message. two send brothers? What are they going to talk about NXT? That's my favorite match. Ah. Yeah, if, you, right. if you can tell me, and you can't use the word technical, or like, uh, you know, it's a wrestling master. What like, was the story? You have to, t- yeah, tell us the story, For first of all. Tell us that. But, you know, why, why should this be listed above, I mean, there's another, uh, I don't know, there's maybe another 10 matches in this list that deserve it. But, yeah, I just, I get it. You know, it, it was fun to watch technically, um, and it was very different from what was going <laughs> did you, on. Did you enjoy the match? Technically. <laughs> I meant from a technical wrestling. <laughs> like, was it the second best I, match of all time? No. <laughs> technically, yeah. Um, <laughs> technically. So, okay, listen, just just in a word, just what was the storyline in this match? Are you asking me? Technically. Oh, (laughs) I was going to say, I don't know. (laughs) I don't ever want to hear that word again. Matt, 
Technically, it's been banned. One hour banned from the word technically. All right. All right. So that means <laughs> we're going to have to skip all of the NXT discussions. Uh, moving on. Just rounding out the rest of the top five. Uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. Uh, the most successful double turn in the history of pro wrestling. No no qualms about that, except that it should you know, be above technically. Can I, can I right. jump in? Uh, Absolutely. I know we don't want to spend a half hour on just talking about this list, but... Right. Again, this is the opposite. The ending is fantastic. Is it the yeah. is it the third best <laughs> WrestleMania match? It's got to well, be all around. Wrestling, wrestling means a lot of things to a lot of people, and uh, you know, man, technically, technically, it wasn't the greatest match of all time. <laughs> like this whole this whole list just looks like well, what? How, which one of our writers is is a uh, super smart? Uh, yeah, have him put it together. Does he does he prefer Japanese wrestling? Oh my god, yes. Have him write this match. Get him in there right now. Don't let him out of that room until he's got thirty five matches on that list. <laughs> or wait, no, they waited for thirty four, and then they're like, we we got thirty five. That's that's our job. I don't know so, who this list is I, for. I can't figure Matt it with out. A, Matt, with a hot take, he does not agree with two and three, but surely, <laughs> Matt, number four, Stone Cold versus The Rock, uh, when Stone Cold aligned himself with Vince McMahon. <laughs> I don't... I, it was, uh... It was... It was... I, yeah, it was, it was a, I liked it. Yeah. You know. No, it was, It's a storyline I'll remember. Yeah, it's definitely one that I will never forget. Somehow, but, rounding out the top five match, Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. I don't think I've ever watched this match. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, Matt, a, let's, it's another one that you kind of have to, like... I know, because we've watched it together, so I know you're lying. But that's where you have to, like, you know, reel it in. And you're like, okay. What happened to WrestleMania 20? Oh, and what happened to WrestleMania what? 22? Okay. So then I kinda, that means, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of, yeah, I kind of do remember it. This is the one Shawn Michaels was in the ankle lock for like half an hour. Uh-huh. And then he, he finally, finally gave up. <laughs> yeah, it was super right. fun, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, real quick, before we jump into the predictions and all yeah. that, um, a couple matches that I would have put in the top five, just because they're matches that emotionally touched me um, all over the place. And I feel like that's part of, you know, wrestling means a lot of things to a lot of people, and you need that storyline to make the physical struggle interesting. Um, so I put I put HBK and Ric Flair in there. I know it's not the greatest match of all time, but I'll never forget that, you know, I'm sorry, I love you, and then the big super kick. Um, actually, if you're going to do a Macho Man match, I know Warrior is not technically a wrestler uh but he is uh you know he's got the you know the physique he's got the beef um and he put on a heck of a show against the macho man he sold except for uh when he <laughs> no sold the five elbow drops but he still allowed macho man to kick out of his finisher before ultimately retiring randy savage in that match um i would put hogan and rock in there just because that was one of the greatest crowd reactions i've ever heard in my life um you know, I, I'd say that was, like, the pop that the Hardy Boys got when they returned. It was like that, but for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a match that helped define 
kind of the the gimmick match of WrestleManias, uh, the TLC between the Dudley Boys, Hardys, and then Edge and Christian. Um, even today, you know, they they try to one up, you know, how violent that match was. I'd still say this is one of the more violent looking matches ever, where I I still gasp knowing what's gonna happen. So. HBK, Ric Flair, Macho Warrior, uh, that TLC match I just mentioned, and then Hogan and Rock for just greatest crowd uh, engagement and involvement. Matt, who you got? Um, well, I mean, we talked about it a little bit before, you know, before we started uh, running the show here. I, I, I find it surprising that they're not trying to highlight, like, just just doing it on purpose like going going with a match in the last few years just to go see we know how to write wrestling we had one of the best ones in the last few years and that's why to me it's so surprising they don't have daniel bryan winning both titles at wrestlemania 30 in the top five uh Hmm. that is one where that is like one of the calls in pro wrestling i think i'll i'll remember forever and you know there's there's ones that happen like you know the the year before on monday night raw that i'll always remember but when it's wrestlemania calls i mean it's it's daniel bryan getting getting the win on batista he's got the uh you know roll, rolls him up with the s lock it was, it was beautiful it's a great moment and and you know what sucks too what kind of took away from the moment uh and i'll never forget just knowing this like remember remembering the the air being being sucked out of that stadium because the undertaker just lost and then you're supposed to like all right yeah all right let's get excited again because now daniel bryan's <laughs> coming out and this is what we've been <laughs> fighting for for four months you know like i remember that yeah. like there's so much going into it and yeah. um you know what we got out of it was an amazing finish an amazing story being told and some pretty good goddamn wrestling in the middle how about that <laughs> now, yeah. for me to break my own rule, the other one I, I've I've gone back and watched, and I'm a little I feel guilty about because you just mentioned his name, uh, but I'm going to take both guys that suck at wrestling and put Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior as Woo! again like where I'm going, like I can't believe that the WWE didn't put it in the top you know five or top ten because this that would have been an opportunity for them to highlight you know the the warrior foundation and then their new buddy hulk hogan you know they just met him right they're gonna see if he can fit in the locker room (laughs) and and you know what and again this just comes back to like personal memory and it's it's a match that i did not grow up watching but i've watched that match quite a few times just because of the uh it really is a spectacle yeah the images that come out of that um and the feats of strength for sure Yeah. yeah um it, it it was great and and it's it's something too i i feel like is comparable to like uh hulk hogan and macho man which again is something that i did not watch until the wwe network came out but those you know those those were hyped up pretty well and and you could see why those were so huge back in the day so i i'm putting that asterisk on there that i i've watched those matches multiple times but i did not grow yeah. up watching those matches they were not matches that were near and dear to me as a child because we did not, we weren't allowed to watch WrestleMania when we were kids because it cost money, damn it. But now that we have credit cards, we're watching the network, and I know, uh, and, and you know, the the Rock and Hulk Hogan is another one too. But 
I think a lot of that still comes from me absorbing the uh, the electricity in the arena whenever Hulk Hogan was in there. But if I had to go back and say, you know, you know what? This is crazy now that I think about it. Because even when you when I watch like old WCW stuff, you know what stuff I watch all the goddamn time? It's fucking Hulk Hogan. And that's because he was, you know, now he's a piece of shit villain, so it was more fun to root against him. But there's just that electricity right. in the building, and he's a monster. And we've said before, I hate Hulk Hogan. I wish he would just go away. He doesn't need to be on WWE programming. But it is it is something where you absorb that energy in the crowd that he brings because so many people grew up with him. And then it turns right. into a memorable match. But now we're 20 minutes in, and we haven't talked NXT. And we've still got to talk, you know, 52 the, matches the f- at WrestleMania. <laughs> so we should probably... <laughs> No, you know what? Um, last comment on the tidbits. We this week at work, we uh, I started a new new job, and we did icebreakers, yeah. and you had to do two truths and a lie. And I did. I hate disco. I love wrestling, and I love Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the lie was disco, because I find myself not not like I love. I don't love Hogan like I do, you know, like Velveteen Dream. It's oh. just. I, uh, you know, you really appreciate that, exactly like you said, the, uh, um, like the energy he brings in that few, few ever could before. No, you, you don't love Hulk Hogan. That was a lie. You, you monster. (laughs) Man, I didn't, I didn't two lies and a truth. What are you saying? That's against the rules. No, we, we love the feeling we get from seeing the passion out of the fans and how excited the fans get. I, Man, I love a guy who has basically three moves and <laughs> part of his repertoire is he no-sells you. That's my favorite. No, I mean, you know, that Randy Orton AJ promo this week, that was great. Um, you just reminded me because of the, the one move. Um, I don't know if you got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so uh, now that you completely uh, ruined the show and told everybody <laughs> that you're a Hulk Hogan fan... Um, all right let's let's dive into nxt takeover yeah, new york we, we can say whatever we want now everybody's tuned out <laughs> hulk hogan fans <laughs> fuck these two you know you know i got some thoughts on this takeover co- not now god <laughs> you know i will i will all say right. a quick shout out to our uh, our facebook group if you if you guys want to do uh some some good back and forth uh also if you were on the group and you've blocked it because of a certain individual who spanned <laughs> the page we just removed that guy uh um, yeah he gone but we did get a nice message and uh the guy said i really like your show and i said thank you and then his his comment back was that goddamn laugh <laughs> and i was like oh man <laughs> you actually do watch the show <laughs> i wonder which laugh he means oh it's mine I, I i was responding to him as me oh um, okay yeah he loves okay, me okay man not your laugh come on yours is boring everybody mine, loves my laugh mine is the best oh, um, i do like a ha! all right I, I do that right. no i do that i do that when i was working I at massimo that. zanetti a couple of summers ago they would oh, all boy. wait here for we me go. To go it's always ha! it always comes back to this doesn't it all right nxt takeover new york matt <laughs> We've got a five-match card. Every match has gold on the line. We don't have any blood feuds. This is all about the money. Um, here's what I want to do real quick. So we got Gargano, Adam Cole, 
and a best out of two out of three. We got Shayna, Kyrie, Io, and Bianca fighting for the women's belt. Matt, NXT North American belt. Dream, Velveteen style versus Matt, Shoeless, Riddle. Then we got (laughs) NXT Tag Team Championship with the winners of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Ricochet and Aleister Black versus the War Raiders and Matt for the UK Championship. Pete Dunne and Walter. Here's where I want to start with you, Matt. Hot tag! Which of this five-match smorgasbord do you think that you'll be revisiting in future years? Matt, you're up. Oh, man. Um, Well, I think I'd have to go with the match that has my favorite wrestler who's, who's not... For whatever reason, he's just not been in the NXT Championship conversation. Um, And he kind of lucked out. But I'm probably going to go back and watch Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. Only because I go back and watch Undisputed Era matches just for the entrance. Oh my god. (laughs) Do you put on your shirt and point at your face and go, Boom! Do you have little uh, uh, undisputed era shirts for your pets, and you guys walk around your yeah. your basement? I put up uh, <laughs> actually, I put up a curtain from my bedroom doorway so that I can whip it back when I walk out, so I I get to throw oh in a little God. more stink on it. <clears throat> oh Lord! Any hoozles? Um, I mean, I, that's that's an easy pick, but I mean, it would be hard to say any of these and not feel like a wrestling douche because it's just. Like obviously, all five of these matches are gonna be great. So, and if if you pick tag yeah. team, if you pick a tag team match, then you're just you're just trying to get like wrestling fan kudos. So, like, which match do you think? <laughs> now that I've completely. <laughs> yeah. Now that every choice is is gonna bury me. Yeah. Um... Which? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on. Well, here's the thing. I just bought. A Shayna Baszler shirt and a Kyrie Sane shirt, oh, but I Jesus. don't think they're gonna steal the show. Oh, my. I think that the <laughs> the match I'm gonna be rewatching. Yeah. I think it's gonna be Pete Dunne and Walter. Yeah. I, I really do. I know that they haven't given them a lot of time to build a story, but I think that those two know that, and I think they're gonna try to really just beat the ever living hell out of each other come Friday. Um. I think Pete. I. I you know, one person I don't want to be is Pete Dunn because his chest is going to get destroyed by Walter on Friday. Um, as far as an outcome for that match, I have no idea. I just know that, you know, if Mr. T was here, he'd have one prediction. And that prediction, pain. pain. Um, well, we do we do have your pick online already at bodpodcast.com. The Brothers of Discussion gave you... An in-depth analysis of each one of those NXT TakeOver matches. So if you want to see, if you want a recap of uh, what our thoughts are and what we think's going to happen, what should happen, and uh, Mike gave a little what to watch for for each match, you can go right over to BODpodcast.com. They are on the homepage. Each and every match is labeled. You're going to see a pretty little picture of each one of those superstars. And uh, you can go ahead and uh, go through each match and figure out, maybe give yourself a little preview, but... uh, if you're putting money down with your friends, you can go ahead and trust those Matt picks. No problem there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think uh, you definitely want Let's... to check out those articles. Matt, is there anything that you wanted to kind of flesh out, maybe that you didn't get a, a chance to mention uh, in some of the posts that we put out there? Well, what do we want 
to do here? Do we want to just go? Why don't we start with Pete Dunne? Want to go match for match? Yeah. Why don't we yeah. start with your your buddies? Yeah. Uh, as far as UK goes, um, you know we've we have Pete Dunne, who's been the champion now, almost going on two years. Um, well, let's and let's we have do this before before uh, we put our 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 foots in our mouths is. Um, Mike, you picked Pete Dunne to win, and you think Walter should win. And yeah. I picked Walter to win, and I think Pete Dunne should win. This is one of the few Ooh. matches. Actually, this is the only match, I think, that we did not have anything lining up. Besides the fact that we're going in the opposite direction, and that, that's still kind of lining up. Um, but that this this is the match where you and I disagreed the most. <clears throat> So just to set it up and get people excited for this conversation, hear how wrong you are. All right, I, you, you, I think I, uh, yeah, I, you know I'm still waffling on this one because I, I think I think Walter should win, uh, just to kind of reset uh, the deck a little bit on the UK show. Um, I mean, going on two years with the same champion, I, I get that it's you know it, it's it's something that we don't really do anymore in the modern era of WWE. What are you talking um, about? It definitely feels like some of those elongated <laughs> title reigns are just to kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, clean up the record books. So you can't see a name like CM Punk, or you don't see a name like one of the Bellas. Um, but Pete Dunne, I mean, he's he's basically, you know, unchallenged in UK. He's they've tried to build up a few guys for him. Uh, you know, and I really, really did think that coffee was joe coffee was going to topple him um especially with the boys and gallus behind him i thought this was going to be the new uh faction to keep an eye on and then you know they they lost uh joe coffee was a representative he lost yeah. in the in the takeover match uk takeover so i you know he and walter have not had a huge build this is you know this is one of the first um, or at least few UK matches that a you know a, a crowd across the pond is going to get some exposure to um, NXT wise. So are we really going to just strip Pete Dunne of his belt against Walter? Uh, you know they haven't had much of a storyline. It's it's only been you know about two weeks worth of promos. I I don't it, know. It's, it's I just... I think the way they the way they've booked him so far, Pete Dunne's going to win again. But as far as giving it to somebody deserving who could carry the show because he's got a you know an amazing entrance, he's intimidating as all hell. He's a really old school. You know, you talk about British wrestling. This guy's just an old school bruiser. Um, I th I think Walter could do the company justice by holding that belt for a while. So it might maybe it won't happen at this takeover maybe they'll kind of stretch out this feud because these are the two most interesting characters on the show but just based on the way i thought pete dunn would you know go down before and he still hasn't it smells like a pete dunn win but walter should win matt why am i wrong well it's funny because everything you said about why walter should win <laughs> is why i think just want to flip it yeah, that's. I mean, that's why I think he's going to win. Is they see this, you know, th that the UK title is getting stale. But then on the same, like everything you brought up about about Joe Coffey, and he had an amazing. I, I for one of the first times in a while, I like really enjoyed watching just 
you know, I don't want to say a throwaway episode of NXT UK, but just, you know, it, it really had no bearing on this NXT UK championship. It, it was just another episode of NXT UK, and he put up a great fight against uh, Trent Seven, and I, I, I loved it. But yeah. uh, I guess the point, you know, that you said where we thought, like, okay, now we're going to give Joe Coffey the belt, and we're going to see where, uh, you know, where is nxt uk gonna go now and we'll have pete dunn do what he needs to do to to start his career i mean this is a guy that was at uh, the royal rumble too so it's it's not something where they're shying away from giving him more exposure and you have a guy hold on to a, butt, a belt for two years because you do trust him but to that end and this is why i think pete dunn should hold on to it is that i don't i, I don't see walter as the guy that is is ready to take the belt right now and I also don't see a lot of, uh, you know, looking at that roster, who is going to be able to compete with, with Walter? I mean, if they set him up right now as the guy to take down Pete Dunne, not only uh, not only is he a giant to the rest of these guys on the roster, <laughs> but now he's taken down the guy that nobody else has been able to beat for two years. So does Walter hold on to this title for another two or three years? Like, and, and I, you know... To have the, the 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 chops on the mic doesn't appear to be, you know, a mainstay for the uh, for the title for the NXT UK title. Uh, no offense to Pete Dunne, but I'm just they don't put him on the mic a lot, so you don't have to be amazing on the mic in NXT UK. Uh, right. So it's just it's just that you know they've made it work without ever putting him on on the mic. So it I guess it could work. But uh, I also don't know if the stamina is there and the uh, the 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 move set. Walter has a, an amazing move set that I've seen uh, on highlights from other uh, matches like outside of NXT UK, including right. PWG. Th those are some fun matches to watch. But he hasn't really highlighted that in NXT UK, which you know could just be saving it. But everything I've seen so far, if we have Walter win, we're kind of just setting this up as him being unbeatable and i don't know if that's what nxt uk needs right now and it's it's so funny because having pete dunn win i think leaves a beatable champion even though he's held the belt for two years uh as as champion i think what you you do you're building up a guy like jordan devlin who already lost to pete dunn in the last year but he's he's coming up and had you know an amazing promo um i <sighs> I don't know. I just yeah. I, there's I, more you know, opportunity. Jordan Devlin, I think for sure would give us you know some more good matches. Um, and he he cut a little short promo this week on the UK TV taping. Mm -hmm. um, the other guy is Zach Gibson. Uh, I know he's busy with the tag titles. Another great promo. Um, trying to yep elevate that whole division, elevate James Drake. Um, that guy's incredible. Um, he just he gets I don't even know what to compare that heat to. It's something about that raspy voice. Anything he says just makes you want to boo. Uh, but anyway, uh, with this match, um, I think I am going to be revisiting it just because I think it's going to just be physical hell for these two guys. So it's it's going to be really entertaining for us. The only thing that might make my prediction wrong of the five matches, I could see the crowd having the least amount of reaction because these guys are from across the pond um you know being a new york show uh it's so actually a little a little weird that they're not having this giant showcase of their two current biggest stars like in a uk setting but you know it is wrestlemania weekend um 
I think Man, it's more. I think, uh, I think it's more of a nod to them. You know, I I think it's it's more like you guys. Like we want you this. guys to represent yes. our brand. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think uh a next match. Let's look at the NXT Tag Team Championship, and it's one I I think we can kind of breeze through if only yeah. because. I I can't see the War Raiders losing in their first defense, even if it is Ricochet and Alistair. Uh, just because Ricochet and Alistair don't need these belts, they're you know they're going on to bigger and better things. They're going to be busy yeah. Sunday night, um, you know, going for the SmackDown tag titles. So SmackDown, uh, SmackDown tag team championships. Uh, but it's going to be it's going to be the War Raiders, and I think this will be a, a really uh, opportune you know time for them to showcase their abilities against you know two guys who are going to be mainstays on the main roster. No, I, I, I agree. It, it does kind of... Uh, that's that's the only bitter bite out of uh, Ricochet and Alistair getting that, that SmackDown Tag Team Championship match is that you immediately... You take no. some of the bite out of their NXT stuff. Yeah. Uh, so there there you go. And it, uh, it, it kind of just put the writing on the wall and it does ruin any sort of surprise. But... You know, I you'd also have to look at you know I think we both picked the War Raiders to win anyway. Uh, if I can scroll up and find this, uh, I picked War Raiders will win and should win as the War Raiders, and Mike, you yep. did the exact same thing. So yep. I mean, before we even knew Ricochet and Alistair were getting the shot, we were already picking them. So it's not really killing too much, but uh, I think this just gives more credence to this pulling the curtain. Um, and they love having NXT tag titles pull the curtain, so that that's that's probably yeah. the most uh, controversial thing to come out of this match is whether or not it opens the curtain. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good segue because that's uh, honestly I thought that's what they're going to do with the next match, just because I thought the crowd would be, you know, uh, awake for Velveteen Dream. He always gets a big pop, just whatever he does. Um, I think this was one of the tougher matches to predict an outcome for, just because Matt Riddle's Riddle's Matt Riddle's win loss um, record has been, you know, protected so much. And Velveteen Dream, he loses at takeovers all the time. <laughs> yeah, and it's just because he doesn't need to win. He doesn't need a championship. And honestly, I think that's that's why I'm leaning towards a Matt Riddle. Um, you know, championship reign here with the, the North American belt around his waist. Um, well, I'm, I'll, I'll say I may have lied before because you have Matt Riddle will win and should win. And uh, where I said we, we clashed a lot when it came to Pete Dunne and Walter, um, I, I did the opposite uh, of you in this match as well. So I think Velveteen will win and I think he should win. I think uh, we're at this point where where Matt Riddle can go in so many different journeys and different directions, and there's so much room on this roster. Um, or I shouldn't say room. I should say there's just different strokes. Like, there's different journeys that, you know, and Al- Alistair and, and Ricochet prove that, that when, uh, you know, there isn't a championship, uh, a solo championship match around, you can just build into a tag team. So, I mean, Riddle seems to be getting over without the nxt north american championship and i'm looking at this more of velveteen doesn't need the title but i think he just deserves to hang on to this title at least for one freaking defense (laughs) um 
because he's just he's gotten the shaft for so long and and the only reason the only thing that would that would cause me pause like if i knew and this this is one of the things i put into the article if i knew that velveteen dream was coming up after wrestlemania this would be the easiest thing in the world to call but if we're assuming right. velveteen isn't getting the call up then i think he should hold on to the north american championship and 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 coming back to this idea of matt riddle needing it or not needing the title i think the north american championship could use some velveteen dream i think that does way more for that championship than riddle holding it right now well, this uh this belt has definitely played a little hot potato um it was adam cole then it went to ricochet then it went to you know gargano and now it's uh velveteen um so i i think that this means we're probably going to hold sway here and let matt riddle hold the belt if only because um you know some things we i tried to touch on in the in the little story there on uh, on our website um velveteen can you know create feuds on the microphone and matt riddle i don't know if he's okay let's just say let's just say this he's definitely not as charismatic as velveteen dream so to you know give some juice to his matches i think this is a this is a spot where you know we can add some value to the riddle name by giving him some gold so um we're just gonna agree to disagree on that match um kind of rolling up through the card here matt you know we're looking at the women's championship in nxt it's going to be a fatal four-way um traditionally we've gotten you know mostly one-on-ones in nxt for the for the women's belt um but this one's going to have Shayna baszler uh defending against Kyrie sane bianca belair and io shirai um i know we have our picks for who will and who should yeah. um for me i think that Shayna will probably win again um just because it doesn't seem like anybody's really ready to take up the mantle um but potentially i i just because we you know wwe is, has taken a <laughs> yeah. couple more risks with the women geez i it might be time to move on just because i you know shana's um you know she's almost 40 already and i think they want to start doing that horsewomen versus horsewomen match you know maybe for next year's mania yeah um so to kind of move that along we're gonna have to strip Shayna of her belt um she's lost it before to Kyrie. i don't think she's gonna lose it to Kyrie again um i think this is a spot where you <sighs> much in the way we were a little surprised when like for example alexa bliss got called up uh out on seemingly out of nowhere i think that they smell something with Bianca Belair that she she kind of has some crowd behind her. I think that this might be a spot where you can still protect Shayna, um, you know, protect Io and Kyrie in a way, and still give the belt to Bianca. I I think this is a spot to do that, um, especially with Shayna. She has to be moving on at some point. Um, you know, we got three of the you know two of the three horsewomen in the in the main event on Sunday. Yeah, the other two horsewomen for WWE holding tag team belts. I think that the writing's on the wall for Shane to get her call up and let's get rid of that belt on her waist and send her up. Matt, Bianca should win. She's the most promo-y of the other, you know, the other contenders. So that's where I'm going. Matt, well, I'm glad you tell put me it, I'm wrong. I'm glad you put it that way because uh, I also agree that Shayna will win. 
Uh, but I do disagree with Bianca. Uh, who should win is Io Shirai. And, uh, you know, you know what, Mike? She proved it tonight on NXT by holding that title and, uh, you know, actually treating it with some uh, some goddamn uh, love and, and, and passion. And uh, she really wants to win that thing. Um, and I know, actually, like, now watching that, um, that that's usually... That's a guaranteed of, loss. Yeah, it's yeah. the kiss of death. <laughs> um so that that kind of sucks that that happened tonight and we already wrote the articles but um i mean i'm still saying should because i i I think i think that uh, (laughs) i'm just trying not to say this but i'm gonna say it i think the ship is has sailed for Kyrie sane and oh uh, no matthew (laughs) and uh i think it's time to bear witness to (laughs) eo oh my god (laughs) Oh man, I'm so proud of that. Um, no, I, I think it's it's that same change of pace that you're talking about. I just don't, you know, if, Matt, if the ship know, has sailed you know on you know Kyrie's going to happen Friday. You know what's going to happen to your little bonnet? There's going to be a Bianca in it, and you're going to be upset. Yeah, right. Because like a bee in a bonnet. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad I gave you a minute to think of that. So, I'm not just blowing some Bel Air at you. Some hot Bel right, Air. Now you're, those are <laughs> forced. I, I, you know what? Undefeated. Now, now you're yeah. just, you're like Chang from Community, where everything's just a, a forced name pun. That, <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope. Matt, that is Kyrie insane. I don't believe any of that. <laughs> um, Where were we? Right. So if the ship has sailed on Kyrie, I I also don't. Did you say right or Eo Eo Shirite? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Woo! And uh, Bianca, I just don't. I don't believe anything that comes out of her mouth. Like that, she does not have a sincere bone. So are you in saying that there's a lot of hot Bel Air? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Woo-hoo! But you already used right. an air pun, so I know. Gotta... But there's another great opportunity. <sighs> I'm sorry if that Look. last one was beyond Kaka. <laughs> Woo! I know that we're all fans of Bianca's uh, Fresh Prince, but her her own career just is not going as well as I think everybody thinks it is. You you no sold her Prince. And she's Bel Air, Prince of Bel Air. Jesus. That was gold. Oh, all right? The fact that I have to explain it means it was way better than yours. Uh, who are you picking for this match? Shayna? Yeah, we already said we're both picking Shayna. I don't even know how to keep talking about EO anymore. Um, I, everything um, I've said Matt. has just been completely dumpster rolled. So let's just move on to. <laughs> I took that, was that fun. Yeah, Gargano I took that and Adam Cole. Prince, I took that Fresh Prince comment and I gave it the old. Uh, oh my God, I forgot her name because she's not at WrestleMania anymore, Asuka. And I put it in a dumpster and blew it up. All right, Matt. We have one match left, and it's got your favorite wrestler of this time yeah i don't want to say all time because it might change who knows um it's johnny wrestling gargano takeover failure versus the leader 
of the Undisputed Era, Adam Euphigenia Cole. Bebe. Matt, who will win? I'm saying Adam. Who should win? Adam again. Jesus. All right. I know. Who will win is Johnny Gargano, and Johnny should win. That, oh that is my the easiest God. pick we're making in NXT TakeOver history. Mike, I couldn't tell when I saw that you picked Adam Cole. I couldn't tell if you were just trying to make it like our article would have, you know, multiple picks. I, I don't know what's going through your head, but, you know, if you want to take a stab <laughs> at uh, convincing me, go ahead. Well, uh, you know, uh, ultimately, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm picking. Okay. So, All right. <laughs> so, Mike. So here's the thing. So I don't think Gargano's ultimate Dragon Ball Z, you know, level up moment should be defeating Adam Cole, especially if Adam Cole's going to have all his cronies in the background who none of them have a match. None of the rest of Undisputed Era is even, you know, performing outside of, I think, there's an access show with Roderick Strong or something. Um, you know, with that said, it's essentially there's going to be a way for Gargano to be in a, you know, one-on-four handicap match. Um, he's kind of getting the face treatment, you know, as far as his promos go. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, um, you know, he's uh-huh. definitely working against the man advantage. He's, uh... His storyline is going to pay off a lot more if he's going to, you know, fight no, Champa. No. And I think what we need to do is we need to find a way to keep these guys busy until, you know, the uh, uh, psycho killer, you know, is back from the hospital. So to do that, I don't think that step one would be making Adam Cole lose again in a high profile match. Um, this is a spot for him to finally. You know, come out on top with his boys behind him, and uh, you know, maybe maybe give us a little bit of a seesaw feud between you know Adam Cole and Gargano until the greatest sports entertainer of all time is back from the hospital. Matt, why well, in the blue hell would Johnny Gargano win? Mike, Tell me. You're making the priority of all of NXT is Adam Cole. But it's not. And oh. I think he could just, they'll just as easily get the call up and they'll be fine in the main roster. But this has been a story of redemption and that being good can help you prevail. And even though the story's not going to end with the pure evil Champa being in the other corner, this is still about Gargano trying to go evil, seeing that it, it didn't give him the joy he thought it would, and then going back to being good to. to to learn like it you have to win as johnny gargano and if he loses the story that that tells of just no it doesn't matter who you are you just suck (laughs) (laughs) you you can't have like like talk about like adam cole losing that's a now story that's an undisputed now story they just keep losing matches and it, it's more just proof as to how great Undisputed Era is because whenever you hear that, you know, shock the system, and uh, yeah. it's just the the crowd erupts still every time, even though they can't win a match. But right. 
for Johnny, we already experienced him in multiple NXT championship matches and losing every single one. Yes. It is not time for Gargano to go through the same thing because we can't we can't have this feud of him and Champa end in I, I think it has to be another title match. Well, let me, but Well let me ask you this then. What is the most and I don't mean like who gets necessarily who's gonna be pinned. But what is the most interesting finish to this match? And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my opinion to see if you're you know in the in a similar uh, realm of thinking. Undisputed Era made this promise that they're gonna be just decorated in gold, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they have nothing right now. Yeah, absolutely no gold. I think what could kind of um, kind of you know be on the coattails of your prediction as if adam cole goes down even with his boys at his side and they turn on him it's not that i want to see undisputed era break up because that's a faction that should make its way into wwe but it definitely feels like if you're going to be the leader of our team and you get your own shirt you're not even wearing the undisputed era shirt you're wearing a baby shirt you promised us we're going to be decked out in gold um, and right now we're we're all trash. Our only representative at Takeover Weekend was you, and you lost again. So I just wonder if you know if you know we've seen Undisputed Era do, or at least be involved in storylines like that already. And I'm you know I'm thinking about like the, um, you know the Roderick Strong joining the team. As far as giving us something to, as as far as giving us something to digest, that would be insane, and it would leave Gargano on top, and it would give Undisputed Era ridiculously interesting stories to go forward. Is it super early for that? Of course, Um, but I mean, there's, it's not, it's not a swerve for the sake of a swerve. It's something that's justified because of the the constant failures this team has run into in the past couple takeovers. I would just like to me. I think in a if we if that actually happened, I feel like in a month we'd feel like it was a swerve, just for swerves because this team has so much going for it, and they definitely need to see them run through the main roster uh, as as a faction that's still together, considering all the t-shirt sales that they could get out of it. It's right. it's just to me that would just. Uh, you don't need it because you could just be, you know, more creative and have them try and like band together and find a way to make this work. I I just breaking up every single tag team or faction is just to me. It doesn't. I don't know because now we're also talking about like the new day breaking up after WrestleMania. I just I wish there like we could see something new and fresh in pro wrestling and it didn't have to revolve around a tag team breaking up. Um I mean that if I saw that and you hadn't mentioned it, like I'd be excited for you now if we see that, but if you hadn't mentioned it, I would just kind of roll my eyes. Or you know what would happen? We'd be excited for one night and then when it finally came to telling that story, we'd go, "Oh man, I wish we could have seen this." you know on the main roster at least once now now we don't get to now now it's just you know adam cole get the call up we'll get to see Bebe happen but he's gonna have his own music now and it's gonna be icky i just i I think there's too many things that we're gonna wish we had seen 
on the main roster uh, before this team broke up rather than the couple of matches that'll destroy this team will ensure that you know Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly never make it to the main roster Roderick Strong never has any success on the main roster and I'll, I, I don't know they, they could make it as Undisputed Era but I don't think like as a tag team that Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are, are going anywhere, and I don't think Roderick Strong so would do any better this. than just showing up at a Royal Rumble. Hot tag question, Matt. Who breaks up first? Undisputed Era or New Day? New Day. Alright. Matt, we are <laughs> pushing an hour. Do you want to dive into WrestleMania? Nah. We'll just skip it this year. <laughs> We're good. Um, yeah, let's do, I mean, let's do it. We said this is going to be a long night. That's why I'm going to be here. That's yep, why I texted here you. All week. Yeah, I texted you at like 820. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. So it's like it's going to take well, fucking think, forever. Uh, I think what was pretty fun is what we did in the last for NXT TakeOver. Um, you know, taking a look at what match do you think, you know, you're going to be revisiting after Sunday. Um... And if, if we want to try and blitz through just what they are, just to give the you know the the folks at home, um, you know, a little reminder of what's coming. Um, you're gonna have Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte versus Becky in a winner takes both titles match. Um, you're gonna have a Universal Championship Brock Champion versus Seth Rollins. Um, from SmackDown, you're gonna have Daniel Bryan versus Kofi. Wait wait wait, let me um, let me jump in here. You got Roman yeah. Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Triple H and Batista, the Intercontinental Championship. Bobby Lashley, the champion, versus Finn All right, now Balor. do a cool voice. United States Championship, Samoa okay, Joe versus the same Rey voice. Mysterio. Women's Tag Team Championship, Sasha Banks and Bayley versus Beth Phoenix and Natalya versus Nia Jackson, Tamina Snuka versus the Iconics. Then we got and the you've got a blood feud between the Miz and Shane McMahon in another. Big match with huge stakes on the line. Kurt Angle with a broken freaking neck will be going up against Baron Corbin, or will he? Ooh, mm, will he? Huh? Matt doing double billing. It's God, incredible superstars. Ricochet and Aleister Black, they fought at NXT. Now they're going to fight for the SmackDown Tech Team Championships. It's the champs, the Usos. The Bar. And Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Is this what you wanted with some some electricity? Yeah, you were you were kind of just going. There's uh, the well, I, Matt. Rousey, I was you know what uh, I was doing is mentally preparing for a thousand matches. Uh, we're, Matt, we're gonna have a cruiserweight championship. Tony Nice, my God, Tony Nice against Buddy Murphy. Woo! And then we're gonna have two Royal Rumbles at the WrestleMania. Um. Uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal uh, for all the men and for the <laughs> ladies. Do they have an old lady's name attached to this match or no? No. Remember they tried and then we realized she's a bad person. Oh, yeah, but we still haven't gotten rid of the trophy. It looks like uh, a female reproductive system. Is that right? Nice. Oh, I don't think they've shown off the trophy. I took a picture of it and I'll send it to you promptly. Oh, cool. If you run out of pornography, simply open this photo. You'll see a uterine lining. Uh, I 
whining. Yay! Uh, Yay! Yodorin whining! Uh, Matt, this is a marathon of a <laughs> card. Uh, so many people are getting paychecks. Matt, of this monster, monster card, what do you predict you're going to be rewatching in years to come? Uh, probably Rhonda, Charlotte, and Becky. I think the ending of that match is going to be insane, and uh, the crowd reaction will probably be enough to tune back in. Is that... Is that not... Should I... Uh, AJ Styles and Randy Orton, Mike. Because you know what? Those two guys are technical wizards, and I just can't wait to see what, what kind of tricks they have up their sleeve. Is that going to be the best match? No. That's going to be... Oh. Uh, people are going to go to the bathroom. They're going to be so... This is a 50-match card, hold on. Mike. I, what I was... I was I was fishing for uh, the word technically, but that's okay. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll worm it in a few more times. All right. Um, I think... Uh, <laughs> it might be a cool match. Oh, God. That's, no, that's... Because that's maybes. I... We can't. I can't throw a John Cena in there for a Kurt Angle. I can't. I can't do it. We gotta wait. Um. Yeah. I, it's the first ever women. Women's match to main event WrestleMania. This. This has to be it. Uh, these women have been killing it. Uh, with the promos. Um, and the you know episode oh, of Cops they, they that they did on Monday, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, they did good on Monday Night Raw. Let's. I. I would say in my. I opinion, thought that. I thought Ronda it. Rousey was gonna be dead. I don't know how she survived that knee blast from Charlotte. I know I know Rhonda thinks it's fake, but it, it didn't look very fake when her body was bouncing around the, you know, busted out window of a police cruiser. Yeah. Um that looked incredibly painful. Um so if that if that maneuver was at all a harbinger of what's to come this Sunday, my god, are we in for a treat? Um so let's do this, Matt. Uh you know, with that I think we're in agreement there. Let's uh, take a gander at some of these matches, huh? Yay! Give the folks a little, a little bit of a breakdown here. Um, you know what? I'm going to mention well, real quick. Don't forget, there's the Brothers of Discussion official WrestleMania 35 drinking game. It's on BODpodcast.com right now. You can go to BODpodcast.com and get ready. Get your booze planned out. Get all your beer ready to go. We got a whole night of drinking games planned. Everything's ready to go just for you. Get get to it. BODpodcast.com, WrestleMania 35, official drinking game. Check it out. All right. Yes. Uh, knowing that the card is uh, roughly 1,001 matches, one for every one of Jericho's submission holds, um, please drink responsibly. With that said, Matthew, <laughs> we have the women's Battle Royal Rumble. Um, what's on the line in this match? Uh, a uterus-shaped trophy. Yeah. Um, uh, we have a couple confirmed entrants. Uh, you know, Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy, Sonia, Nikki, Dana, Ruby, Liv, Sarah, Mickey, and Selena Vega. Yay! Um, I think, uh, I think... It's always really difficult to pick against Asuka just because she's the best and she only loses to Charlotte, seemingly. Um, and Charlotte is nowhere near this battle royal. So... I'm going to have to go with Asuka. And I'm a little Ooh. a little ashamed 
but proud of myself that I realized this name was missing. I don't see Ember Moon. I don't yeah. remember her getting any boo-boos, and she's still not she confirmed for this match. She does have a boo-boo right now. Oh, no. But, um, you know, the, the likelihood of her being in this match is probably 99%. So she'll be she'll be a fun you know how they they do this these uh these battle royal matches they'll have everybody walk out together, and then they'll have Ember Moon song start and everybody will go nuts. I so mean you know tag. for the hundred people that are in the uh, stadium for the pre-show. Yeah, well hot tag for uh, before we hear your prediction, is this a spot where you either introduce just to kind of plant that seed uh marina schaefer jessamine duke or Shayna baszler oh um you know i i would not do it myself but if you're asking me can i imagine the wwe doing it absolutely absolutely uh for me no i i would not do it i would keep them far away uh i don't want to highlight how bad they are at pro wrestling not Shayna. But uh, just keep, you know, yeah. Shafir. The other and two Jessamine. need. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty, pretty green. Yeah, yeah they, that's... they don't look super great. If they were bananas at Meyer, I would not buy them. Yeah, just like put your mind back in that, you know, the the Royal Rumble setting, and you have Kyrie and Io come out, and you they they can, uh, you know, in a good way, they can almost disappear because they're so good. You know, you're not going to notice how bad they are. And that's, right. that's you're, you're trying to fill the ring kind of deal. So I can imagine them being in the Battle Royal. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think that would be a huge mistake. But I, I'm also agreeing with you, Mike. I, I think this is Asuka. I think they showed on SmackDown that they're, you know, I obviously we'd all prefer, hey, how about, how about another fucking women's match? Like I said, <laughs> like I goddamn said was going to fucking happen. They just completely take her... Not only do they... like She's not even a pre-show. Or, you know, she doesn't even have the championship now. Now she's on the pre-show. She's on the match that was already going to happen, with or without her. I I just... Yep, there would have been multiple spots for these women. There would have been a, yeah. a women's battle royal winner. Would have been Asuka holding a belt. She would have had a one-on-one opponent. And then he still could have had Charlotte, Ronda, Becky at the main event it's just it's absolutely ridiculous to me that the conversations that probably happened were well i mean our main event is all women so what do we need another women's match for like how do you how do you argue against that conversation like who could tell me right now that that did not happen there's no way they said that because that is a thousand percent what happened and we'll get into it later but i will tell you right now mike after monday and seeing you know the cops thing go down why you still did not need Charlotte Flair to hold that goddamn title? So stupid. Nope. There's nope. so many different ways to have Asuka lose than in a ten minute squash. And a ten minute squash exists when you know it's gonna happen. Alright, I'm I'm done being angry about Asuka for right now. So now we can move on to do oh hmm. wait, we gotta do this right. So when I do the transcript it, it works out better. Mike? Let's talk about the Andre the Giant Memorial <laughs> Battle Royal. <laughs> Matt, Matt, who's uh, who's confirmed for that match so far? Oh, God. There's no way the transcript is going to be able to read this. Braun Strowman, Michael Che, Colin Yost, Andrade, Apollo Crews. Oh, wait. I, I got a Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze. That's, a, that's kind of fun. Tyler Breeze. 
Uh, Let me try Jenna it. Mah- yeah, go Tyler ahead. Tyler Breeze. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? My transcript thing will not be able to pick up. It's supposed to know when we switch, like, the speaker changes. <laughs> it's Tyler just be, Breeze. It's just going to be a giant paragraph this entire show. Um, <laughs> Jinder Mahal, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable. Um, I guess just Lucha House Party. I guess they don't have names anymore. So that's one way to shorten your name. Uh, just give everybody the same name. Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor, and Connor. So, oh, and you know what? I did that organically. You didn't even write Victor and Connor. I just said it. Uh, some guy named Ali. Uh, Shelton Benjamin, uh. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis, Tucky, and EC3. I think oh yeah, what kind got signed? Because they realized that could be the shortest name they have. I mean, you've got to go three syllables, but real easy. quick, Matt, can yeah. I hear your Greg Hamilton do Tyler Breeze? Um, Greg Hamilton do Tyler Breeze. Who's Greg Hamilton again? Uh, SmackDown ring announcer. Oh, um, I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard him say Tyler Breeze. Ty- Tyler Breeze. <laughs> what, what was the point of that? Where, uh, where's Tyler Breeze? Where do they say he comes from? Uh, from social media. Tyler Breeze. From Osaka, Japan. Weighing in like, at 200 and you know, you, you zero know. pounds. <laughs> Tyler Breeze. You, you don't have to pull a Pete Holmes and set yourself up like that you can just jump in you can just jump into your impressions what do you mean <laughs> Man, you gotta introduce try this, try this uh, impression i don't know where this is coming from you you go ahead you try it real quick <laughs> all right my turn hey hey what about this uh, <laughs> let me uh let me serve myself let me uh let me put some impressions on a tee okay hold on let me t-ball this impression for you um, I like being Greg Hamilton, and I, I hope Greg Hamilton likes being Greg Hamilton as much as I like being Greg Hamilton. Uh, Matt, who is your prediction for this god-awful battle royal for the men? Well, we talked about it a couple weeks ago when it was announced who was going to be in this match. Um, but I'm picking Kyle and Yost. Uh, I, I... <laughs> oh my god, no. Yeah. Uh, no. I think uh, they're going to show us how much it, it really means to them, this uh, Battle Royal. And, and you know uh. what? When we look at who's won, I think we know it doesn't mean a ton. But I, yeah. I think if I was the big show, I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> he, he wins it, and it felt like a huge honor for him to be the you know the first guy to, to win it and all that fun stuff. But I thought Cesaro won the first one. Oh, did he? Oh, I thought it was a big show. All right. Yeah, well, remember he had the he had the big uh, Andre the Giant slam over the top rope. Remember he he picked up Big Show. Okay. I think I think Big Show did win one, but uh, I want to say Cesaro. That was the first, the inaugural winner. I thought. No, I, I I can trust you on that. I mean, it's just this. It's a battle royal. Like it means nothing to us because other winners are like Baron Corbin. Yeah. So. It's not like we need to look at this and go, oh man, it's the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. Let's break it down. It's like the yeah. King of the Ring, just, uh, you know, for this generation, because it's one night. Andre um, the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. 
by the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, um... EC3 didn't even get an entrance song. He had a 0.0% chance of winning. <laughs> oh, Matt, who you got in this match? You said Colin? Yep. Uh, I I can't I can't do it. Strowman has to eliminate those bozos. Um, I God. You know what? I'm going Otis. Oh yeah, what come <laughs> in? I think this is his coming out party. Uh, and what he's gonna do is eliminate Tucky, and then they're gonna break up Heavy Machinery. Matt, <laughs> tell his oldest time. What's your favorite? Um, yes, it is. I mean, yeah, Braun Strowman's uh, probably makes the most sense if, if we're, you know, trying to just figure out. It's not He's going to get like... a crowd reaction. He's yeah. The only guy... He's the only guy in this group they really push. Right. And that's only sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I would like to see Otis win. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I would like to see EC3 win. Oh, it doesn't seem like that's ever going to happen, so I guess Braun is the pick. Yeah, you know, if I had to say who I, you know, like, EC3, I think would be a very good, a very good pick for this. Right. Um, but it's just, you know, it's not going to happen. We just know games are going to be played during this match. Um, huh. I don't know. Maybe it'll be uh, this new, this new kid, Ali. Yeah, maybe you never know. Crazier things will happen. We know. We all know it's Mustafa. Um, so let's take a look at this. Ali comes from the cruiserweight division at two hundred five live. We're gonna have Buddy Murphy against Tony Nice. Matt. Yes. Does this match move the needle for you? Well, um, I. I think we talked a couple weeks ago about uh, Tony Nese. And, and, well, I mean, I guess just this match. And and you told me that Buddy's never losing this title. So, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, have... <laughs> I'm not, like, all in on Tony Nese right now. But um, I feel like every guy that comes up against Buddy Murphy, I'm just going, yeah, this this is my new guy. This is my new, my new 205 Live favorite. And, uh, yeah. you know, and then they lose, and, and we all move on. <laughs> so, um, yeah. this will just be the next guy, I guess, either to go down to Buddy Murphy or... I I don't know. I mean, it well, takes, it takes of, a lot to get to this point, but... Of note in this match, it's another example of WWE stealing ideas from the Brothers of Discussion where we said, you know, 205 Live was at its best with a tournament, so they had a miniature tournament to get Tony Nese to this point. Yeah. Um... With that said, I, you know, these are two of the, these guys are like 205 and a half pounds. So they're right there. Like they're just barely el eligible for this, uh, this belt to begin with. This doesn't smell like the coronation of Tony Nese. Cause I, I think that would really just bring a chorus of crickets. Um, I think this is Buddy Murphy. He gets a, you know, this is his spotlight at WrestleMania um he's he's going over here he's he's got to be the pick and i i think that makes the most sense too i think i think you're right i, I like i said I, I go into these buddy murphy matches and i immediately feel a connection with his opponent and i think what i was getting at before i was interrupted was that i don't feel that with tony i'm just kidding you weren't really interrupting but i don't feel that with tony knees 
And uh, I think that just goes on to say either I'm caring less and less about the 205 Live Championship or I don't think it's time for Buddy to lose it. Or maybe I just don't believe in Tony Nese. But, uh, you know, when you don't give it to Akira Tozawa, I don't think anybody deserves to. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's time for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. All right, I gave it a shot. Was that okay for you, Mike? Was that okay for you? Huh? Huh? Man, that was so good. It sounds like you hail from Osaka, Japan. <laughs> Speaking of someone from Japan, Shinsuke Nakamura. Except that he's not from Osaka. He's from Kyoto, Japan. Well, I said Japan. I didn't say from Osaka. Japan has cities. I made I I made sure from Japan, Japan. God damn it. Weighing in at Japan pounds. Japan. Naka Japan. So Nakamura tagged with Rusev. They'll be Hey, don't no sell that. Yep, that nope, was really no good Japaning. <laughs> don't you dare. Who do you think you are? Ultimate Warrior against and, Macho uh, Man. There's a couple other guys in this tag match. Uh, be the Usos God damn it. And uh, the bar. And a well, we got the, the uh, Usos, of course. Uh, don't want to forget the Usos. A very important team. Uh, Go ahead, man. Um, and then Ricochet and Aleister Black, who are walking away, Michael, as tag team champions. I'm just jumping Incredibly. in. I'm jumping right in to this goddamn conversation mike the usos are in wrestlemania and they're losing to ricochet and alistair black after signing a 15-year deal today i'm just kidding another two-year deal um you know what you can't really trust that either because i think it was just from like pro wrestling insider or something which 15 years I, i was kidding what clickbait articles are you clicking on? No, they signed a two-year deal. You're too uh, busy doing siren noises. Um, I think oh. I think we're getting a little stir crazy here doing this uh, twenty matches, and we're <laughs> four matches in. Um, but yeah, You're so Ricochet I, and Alistair, huh? Yeah, I am. Wow. I I just I when was the last time we saw a push like this for a tag team? And they throw around those tag team titles like nothing. Um, I think they'll be fine to feud with the Usos for a little bit. Uh, I don't know. You know, there's nothing really building up with the bar or Rusev and Shinsuke. So I, I think this is perfect. And, and of course, you know what? You could have the bar and uh, Rusev. Rusev <laughs> I was going to call him Rusuke. Uh Actually, <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, Rusev and Shinsuke, uh, they could yeah, feud because they're, you know, former um, feuding opponents. And now allies so that that could be I, uh, interesting maybe i'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback on your pick for one reason uh we know wwe loves to steal our ideas for their own and all we talked about in february was how you know we want to see a black champion so i think what vince mcmahon is doing is oh, sarcastically us. giving us an alistair black champion so Black and Ricochet are going to walk out tag team champions. Vince McMahon is going to show us his asshole and say, Ah, kiss it! <laughs> <laughs> See you in another 30 days with that nine ninety nine. <laughs> You're not unsubscribing to shit. Uh, 
So, what? I uh, I would love to see Rusev and Nakamura win. I, you know, they don't get pushed at all. The bars won it a million times. They're not. It's not going to move the needle. The only, I think, the only real, uh, you know, obstacle to you know a black champion, Alistair Black champion, is that the Usos are somehow seemingly always injured at WrestleMania. So I don't know if this is going to be like their, you know, uh, you know, here's a little gift. Um, you guys are always good boo-boos. We're going to give you a mania moment. Here's your mania moment. You get to win. Um, that's the only thing that I can see getting in the way of Ricochet and Alistair is, you know, we're doing it for Kofi. I don't know if this is, you know, maybe they see this is how they're going to treat uh, the Usos as well. Yeah, and a, and a big point, too, that I'm kind of ignoring is that Ricochet and Aleister Black were actually standing tall on SmackDown. And that's, again, as we talk about Kiss of Deaths earlier uh, in the yep. show for 50-50 booking. Yep, yep. The, so that, that could just mean they want to keep Ricochet and Aleister hot. They will be no nowhere near uh, getting pinned in this match uh, if, that's, if that's how it's going to work, but... Um, I, I can at least say that if we're if we're doing like Vegas betting odds and and there's like a like a spread or you know like uh, they're they're like one and a half or something I'll just yeah. say I, I'm gonna take Ricochet and Alistair at one and a half so they won't get pinned I'll, I'll say that that's my pick. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I know it's not quite in order. I just wanted to put it back to back because it's the same kind of philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh the uh crap what did you just say it just triggered it just triggered the line of thought and then i lost it i mean we Uh, were talking about the smackdown smackdown tag team championships oh oh, oh, about standing tall at the end um yeah aj styles has eaten um uh rkos like you know two or three weeks in a row um i i don't know if there's a lot to go into this match you know discussion wise i i think based on that aj is gonna you know, get a WrestleMania victory. All right, here's here's your favorite thing in the world. You know how we have a rule. Oh no! For, for those we rules, rules, yes, the rule is when you win on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, you lose at the pay per view. Right? That's our rule. Right. How yes. do you prove a rule, Mike? You have an exception. The exception Ooh. proves the rule, Mike. That goddamn AJ Styles is getting the shit kicked out of him. Because he held on to that WWE championship for way too long, especially under Vince McMahon's reign. So bring in Randy Orton to take him down, not only week after week after week, but the homegrown Randy Orton is going to take down AJ wow. Styles. Mike, is this a real feeling that you have? I have you, this you think feeling. Randy's going to win? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wow. I really, yeah, I think this is this is one of those Vince McMahon power plays that, you know, I I think if you talk to a wrestler, maybe they'd say no, but if we look at it as a fan perspective and we think Vince McMahon always gives us the finger with his booking, um, I think that's what's going to happen. I think uh, Randy Orton's getting the win on AJ. Hmm. I think that they want to just show, you know, Randy... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Randy is still younger than AJ Styles, and uh, he's he's the homegrown kid. So, and they're they're basically saying, you know, was it better to be homegrown in WWE or to come in from the Indies? 
And I think that WrestleMania will be more of a showcase for WWE than it is for making the fans happy. Matt, I'll be damned. Uh, Randy is younger by two years. Ha-ha! Um, yeah, I mean, I think you make a fair point. Thank you. Um, and I am correct. That's the other portion you're about to mention. I mean, well, <laughs> no, I, I said my piece. I know. Uh, AJ should go over. He's, you know, eating too many RKOs. And, you know, they, they, they like... We're about to have another sale for the video game. I think there's one more DLC before they, you know, do WWE 2K20. Which um, I cannot wait for. Yeah, we're going to have... Completely re redoing the mechanics. Yes. Yep. So, uh... I, I think, uh, based on the video that. game right now, and based on 50-50 booking in WWE... It's AJ's match. Uh, we can go back in order. Uh, Matt, after SmackDown, Tag Team Championships, I know we want to talk about the farewell match. We say goodbye to our favorite Olympian, our favorite wrestler with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> Matt, he's got tons of matches in, you know, the best 35 matches on WWE.com. Kurt Angle. He's in half. They want him to fight Baron Corbin in his last match matt this is the last time we're going to talk about this hot tag will it end up being baron corbin or will we see john cena <laughs> i think we're going to see both i think baron corbin's going to come out he's going to lose to kurt um i think pretty quickly uh, you know this is going to be i don't know uh, forgive me uh, this is gonna be quick i was gonna think of a quick match and then i was gonna say it and i went wait no that match went on forever um i was thinking of sting and triple h um <laughs> but uh, this will be this will be to that level of uh skill uh <laughs> I, I just you know uh kurt angles win in this against baron and then i think we're gonna get a cameo from mr cena and I think that match will go a little bit longer. Um, but, I mean, the only story here would be if, you, you know, I don't ever think this is going to happen. And I'm not, that's not the point I'm making. But the only reason you'd have John Cena win is if you were finally going to do a Cena heel turn, which is just never going to happen. So, you know, we, we talked earlier about Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels in the retirement match. Uh, Rick lost because he had to win to stay in the wwe and then for some reason he handpicked mr wrestlemania <laughs> for his next opponent uh so he, he <laughs> wanted to lose but here's you know this is this is the thing this is a farewell match for kurt angle he's winning this match um and i think you know for the fans uh you know john cena's going to show up at wrestlemania and you always just try to figure out at what capacity and i think we all thought they would just announce ahead of time that Cena was going to be a part of the angle match. But, um, you know, you, you, you lay it on pretty thick in social media that, you know, this is my choice is what Kurt Angle said. I'm picking Baron Corbin to be my final match. Right. I think that was just them going in pretty hard so that it's, it's a bigger surprise when John Cena does show up. And we talked a couple weeks now about how the story goes full circle of john cena getting his first match against kurt angle and uh that has also been on wwe programming for a couple weeks in a row um so it's just to see that come full circle i think is a great story it's it's practically poetic and um 
I just if it doesn't happen, that'll be one of those things that we booked it better than the WWE ever could, and we'll just be disappointed right. when it doesn't. Yeah. Um. I wish. Uh, I. You know, this is definitely an opportunity where I hope that that doesn't happen. I think that that crowd will be a little crushed. So if Cena's not coming out, oof. I would not want to be the match that has to follow that because that's that's going to be a, a a pretty devastated crowd, I think. Well, you at least get to have Kurt Angle's song play, and he'll get to wave goodbye. So you'll get away with it. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. Kurt's given us tons of memories and uh, all you know, all good ones about you know pro wrestling, about why we love the business. So hopefully, hopefully this this angle, <laughs> so to speak. Um, <laughs> You know, ends on a high note. Matt, uh, we're going to have The Miz against Shane McMahon in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Um, so, you know, what that basically means is in some capacity, Shane McMahon is going to fall, jump slash fall off of something very tall. Um, are you surprised? Like, what? here's what I think uh, for this match, Matt, because I... I I'm hoping, my God, that The Miz can overcome Shane McMahon um, in a one-on-one match. Do you feel that the... Has the booking made you interested in, in watching this match? That's that's my hot take for you. Has the lead-up to this match, has the has the, the promo exchange, has the, the fall from grace of this tag team, again, um, has that made this match interesting to you are you going to pay attention to this match i i mean yeah <laughs> okay i mean describe your fall from grace uh no i just mean that you know they uh, were separated miz really pushed hard for them to get together they got together won a championship um you know lost those belts and you know shane turned on miz because he felt like miz was to blame for oh the, the i'm loss. sorry i'm misinterpreting what you meant um oh. i i thought you were saying like this feud isn't hot anymore um i <laughs> i actually like the past couple weeks with the integration of uh sanity uh pummeling the miz um and those you know, uh, promos where Shane is saying that the background on his phone is Mrs. Dad getting punched like a <laughs> potato face or whatever he called him. Yeah, that, that that was pretty great. I, You know what's funny is this would have been much better for a shorter WrestleMania. Um, it's just, it's so, God, you know, we haven't even thought about Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre yet. And I'm really God. excited for that match. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I am really, but you know, this is going to be in the first, the top half of the card, right? So, I mean, excitement level was was high, I think, at Fastlane. Um, now, when you see how many matches we have to watch, it's just, it's kind of overwhelming. Like, that's the only thing that's hurting this match. Uh, but I think, I think we know, like, has Shane McMahon ever won a match at WrestleMania? Like, he's, he's just there to to bring some excitement with the McMahon name. So the Miz is going over. I think there's no question there. But um, I, I think the only controversial side of it, is, if that's controversial, is just, um, you know, this actually did turn out to be quite a hot feud and a, and a great, like a, a well-written story. 
And uh, I think it's just going to be one of the matches a year from now that we go, oh my god, I forgot that match was in WrestleMania. Like, yeah. I, I really believe that. I, I just don't I th- think there's enough... Sh- I, I don't think there's enough Shane could do to overcome the 500 matches in this match card to make it memorable. I think... Uh... As far as that nightmare situation, somebody who's got to follow a Kurt Angle retirement match. Yeah. I think Miz and Shane could do it because, you know, weapons will be involved. Shane's going to, you know, fall off of something. And after the, the lows of saying goodbye to Kurt, I think the... The highs. The Coliseum-like reaction of wanting to see blood. Um, I think that Shane and Miz can help kind of get the show going again. Hot tag um, question for you. Yes. How long till the Miz actually gets his WWE Championship feud? Because I feel like we just went a whole year of the Miz after he was, you know, rated as the top superstar in the WWE from Rolling Stone magazine. We go through that whole year and he's booked very well. And it's just never got into that championship conversation, even while Daniel Bryan held the title. Um,. Well, I mean, like Shane McMahon has been the star maker, like for Kevin Owens, for AJ Styles. Um, it seems like after those feuds, you you know you get you get your hands on some gold. Um, so I think that that definitely could bode well for the Miz. Um, it's just it's so tough though because he's such a good uh, heel. You know, if if he's going to challenge for it, I th- I. Th- you know, we're kind of skipping ahead, but he'd be fighting, you know, feuding likely with Daniel Bryan, um, which would, you know, be incredible. Just be a, you know, a character uh, role reversal as far as, you know, good and evil. So it's tough to say because, you know, we don't know where they're going to take that main event scene, really. Yeah. Um, but I will say, Matt, it, it does seem like championship gold is in Miz's near future because of what what this company has has recently done after you feud with Shane McMahon. So, Matt, yeah. uh, we're going to try and move up the card here. <laughs> uh, we got a women's first ever women's tag team championship match. The only other women's match on the main card. Just want to keep mentioning that for everybody patting WWE on the back. Yep. Uh, we had an opportunity to have Asuka, who had her belt um, unceremoniously taken away by Charlotte Flair, who didn't need it because she was already in a high-profile match against Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. Matt, we got Sasha and Bailey as the champions. They're going to be defending against Beth Phoenix and Natty versus Nia and Tamina versus the Iconics. <laughs> Matt, in this match... I think there's a very high likelihood <laughs> of those goofballs, Sasha and Bailey, going over. Woo! Mike, you're right. Matt, I... Uh, what? Let's, let's do this hot tag. Over, under. I'm going to give you the number five. So five is a pretty high number, okay? Yeah. So what I'm about to offer you, okay? 
over under five big time botches in this match. Jesus. <laughs> you know what? I was going to bring out my drinking game, and that's exactly like what I was going to talk about. I almost made like take a drink for every botch in this match, but I thought that sounded too mean. Um, I did end up picking if Bailey and Sasha land that weird hold me, I'm going to drop kick Peyton Royce thing. If they land that, you do have to take a drink. So just... Well, we're safe there because they're not going to land that. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to save people drinks. No, I it, I know it's mean, and I've seen Twitter is kind of turning on the whole being critical of pro wrestlers. Look, on a monthly basis, I watch a show called Botchamania, okay? <laughs> so I make fun of every single botch. It just so happens... That they're very noticeable in the women's matches, so we talk about it, we joke about it. And I shouldn't say in the women's matches, I should say in Sasha Banks and Bailey matches. Um, it's just what happens. They so, try really hard. Hot tech question. Will the, the WrestleMania Botchamania, will it even have enough time to cover the other matches? Or will it be a 15-minute <laughs> duration of the Women's Tag Team Championship? I, I think they'll have to come out with two episodes. I think it'll just have its own <laughs> special edition of women's tag team titles over the last... Like, they could just We do... have Sasha and Bailey, who notoriously fuck up every spot. <laughs> Beth Phoenix, who hasn't wrestled since, yep. uh, you know, Obama. Uh, Nia and Tamina. Tamina, you know, what is she even doing on TV? She has one expression... Yeah. Um, she's like that wooden plank who was supposed to represent Keanu Reeves. And then the Iconics. Uh, collectively, could maybe wrestle on, like, 105 Live. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be rough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Until we get Io and Kyrie in there, I, I think this is going to be rough. Do you, th do you think it was? I, I kind of understand why they did it. Because I, I think they were trying to avoid, like, a Hardy Boys uh situation but do you think they missed the mark by announcing beth phoenix early you think that there would have been a, a huge pop oh do you think that that's what they were worried about that would that would kind of bump but just kind of like oh. if they said hmm. there's a surprise opponent i think everybody would have thought especially a wrestlemania crowd you'd be sitting there going oh my god Kyrie saying it, EO, yeah! And then Natalia, yeah, Natalia comes out, and then she introduces oh. Beth Phoenix, and we're like, yeah. I, I mean, is that what you're asking? Like, should they have introduced her at Mania? I just don't think it would. So have... what I, yeah, I, I was, I guess what I was getting at is. You know, now now you know she's in the match. You know what to expect. But I think you bring up a much bigger concern that no one would care. <laughs> <laughs> I And that's, you know, no disrespect to uh, to Beth Phoenix. We're talking reality here. We're t like, if anybody went insane, it would be just 
I think it would be polite insanity. I think it would be respectful insanity. Like, it would be what? like, oh, my God, Beth Phoenix, yeah. But if you were asked, all right, you have $20. You can only watch, you know, these couple of matches. You're not going to go out of your way to go find the Beth Phoenix match. Yeah, and you know what? I think, like, bringing up the Hardy Boys, that was an incredible moment because I don't think anyone saw that coming, and they still have it. Oh, I did. And it was a ladder match. Okay, so all I'm trying to do is draw the comparison that, like, if you're going to say there's a mystery team for the Women's Tag Team Championship, you like you said, Kyrie and Io, that would be a bigger pop. Um, you know, if it had something to do with Trish Stratus and Lita, that would be a bigger pop. But I think, you know, there's been rumors that Paige might be able to wrestle again. Um, so I think that those like those potentials so it's not like you were saying it's not even against beth phoenix but because we have you know that much more love for those other characters i think that it would be kind of a letdown pop like it wouldn't be you know a thunderous ovation it'd be like oh yeah i remember beth like that kind of reaction <laughs> oh okay oh, yeah. okay like a like a collective okay. a collective eighty thousand people going oh Um, man, Mike, we still got a whole another fucking page. Jesus Christ. Um, All right, I, I guess Sasha and Bailey, because they can have that stupid horsewomen moment. Jesus. No, it can't um, happen. Because Charlotte happen. can't hold her title anymore. It's winner takes all. I know. Charlotte will help Becky hold it or some stupid <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. Man, <laughs> Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> Is this even happening? Rey did I, not fight on Tuesday because he's... I'm doing air quotes. He was injured. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know if they're protecting him for mania. Maybe he got like banged up, God, and they just I don't want him so. to get banged up further. <laughs> and I would that would break my heart because I really want to see Samoa Joe at WrestleMania win in a championship match, and I feel like he'd have a good shot against Mysterio because uh mysterio you know they let him lose all the time now because it's just a thrill to see him you know do the tiger fane kick, but. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know if Ray's actually got a big boo-boo, Matt. Uh, Hot tag, uh, is Samoa Joe going to leave WrestleMania as a champion? No. Uh, If this match actually happens, Ray Mysterio is winning this goddamn match, and I'm going to be so fucking angry the whole time. I mean, the only good thing... I'm going to look more mad than Samoa Joe, to be honest. (laughs) No, this is going to be a roll-up, and Samoa Joe is going to have that... Ah! How did this happen? His nostrils are completely flared. His eyebrows are raised. He's um classic Samoa Joe face. Um, but this is, you know, this is gonna be one of those. Eh, this, let's make the fans happy, and then all the fans will be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so yeah. it, it's just it'll be more proof that the WWE does not keep their ear to the ground to uh, to figure out what's going on. I mean, obviously, they told us we were going to run WrestleMania this year. Um, and that didn't quite pan out. So, I, I just... That, that road to WrestleMania. All right. Uh, speaking of not letting things uh, pan out, like uh, listening to us, Finn Balor's in a match with Bobby Lashley. And he felt it important enough. Not important enough against Brock Lesnar for the W for the I'm sorry for the Universal Title. Not important enough for that. 
But Finn Balor will become Demon Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. Mike, <clears throat> hot tag question. Yes. What the fuck? Uh, in what regard? Uh, how is this, like, uh, it's, let's, let's say Finn Balor has superpowers. Okay. Check. Check. Why the fuck would he ignore no those? No argument from me. Why would he ignore yep. those superpowers when he's fighting Brock Lesnar? But then when he's fighting stupid Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental title. You know, uh, one of my favorite comedians brought that up and he said, just, just, just once. Can the writing team just give us one reason why he's not Demon Balor for every big match? Like, it just makes you question his own intelligence. Like, he's never <laughs> yeah. noticed that he's undefeated with that stupid <laughs> face paint on. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you know, what I wanted to do with this match is, you know, my problem with the face paint is... I, I do like that version of the character. I think it's fun. They changed up the entrance music. He comes out. Looks like he's crawling out of hell. Um, I don't... What do we... We just talked about this. Um, as far as, you know, organizing, uh, like, surprises. Um, why, why are they releasing that ahead of time and having him come out in the face paint and he's, like, licking the camera or something on Monday Night Raw? It was really weird. Um, I don't know. I, I just would have booked it a little bit differently. I, I like the surprise. Even if it's a pretty, he had a pretty good idea, you're going to see the demon. But, you know, it's not a, it's not a surprise pop. It's just like, all right, here he comes. Time to win a big match. But not too big, because, you know, we got to save it. Uh, you know. I don't know, man. We're never, I don't know if we're ever going to get a reason. Um, I think you, you just... Sometimes he's feeling it, and sometimes he's not. Well, yeah, now it's just kind of like, all right, how do we watch this? All right, is it guaranteed that Finn Balor's winning, or is goddamn Bobby Lashley <laughs> going to be the one to end the streak? And the you streak know, is broken. Like, <laughs> I don't, if I hear Michael Cole say that about Demon Balor on Sunday, I... <laughs> Mike, hot dogs are going to be flying. I... <laughs> oh, by the way, everybody, the, the Brothers of Discussion official WrestleMania party will be redubbed Wiener Mania because we are serving foot-long hot dogs all night in a uh, hot dog bar. So it'll be Wiener Mania at uh, the Casa de Brothers of Discussion. Absolutely. We'll have, uh... we'll have pictures of all those wieners. One of the wieners, uh, we're going to paint red and black. Uh, for Finn Balor. Yep, with frosting. Ooh. <laughs> Hope it melts. Um, Alright, so Finn Balor, right? Is that what we're both I, going with? Yeah, I, you know, he's one of the more protected uh, characters. Not Finn Balor. Uh, Demon Finn Oh, Balor. right, right, right. I'm sorry. Finn Balor's not winning this match, everybody. Right. Demon, Demon Balor. Finn Balor. Right. I hope the transcription and Matt, app can pick that up. A match... It's been in the making since the beginning of evolution. Of time. <laughs> since evolution first started, <laughs> and I'm talking about wrestling crawling out of the primordial soup, it's <laughs> Triple H giving us what we want, and he's going to fight David Bautista in a no-holds-barred 
Triple H career on the line match. <laughs> Mike, was there... Let me ask you this. Uh, for Triple H versus Batista, um, did you feel that there was more hype and build to the greatest Royal Rumble tag match than... Or not the... You know what I mean. The fucking crown jewel bullshit. Am I wrong? Yeah, I- no, I don't think you're wrong. It's uh, it's just a little surprising. This is WrestleMania, and it, it felt like they were kind of coasting. Um, yeah, Batista you know, they, didn't they, even say anything on Monday. He just came out there, John Travolta, and then came, you know, to talk to Teensy Bit, and then walked back. And he's like, All he right. did say, "Kiss my ass." Yeah. That was that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand the build. I feel like this. It's not quite getting. Uh, you know, like the back and forth dialogue that I think it could be. Yeah. Um, I think what it did is it showed us definitely glimpses of why Triple H is the game and why he's going to be a Hall of Famer because he he did have some, I think, genuinely strong moments on the microphone while Batista um, had some, we'll very generously say questionable things to say (laughs) on the microphone. Uh, Very Spice Girly things. I don't think we're ever going to forget Give Me What I Want. Um, yeah. That was... And there's spit everywhere. <laughs> and... Wrestling gold. Yeah, it's unforgettable. That's what he gave uh, us. Um, I think that, you know what's funny is that the promos don't really match a no-holds-barred uh, stipulation. It feels like it should be, you know, like an old-school diva's dance-off or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, as far as Triple H's career on the line, I think the booking of this match has been just so terrible that if if triple h loses i think it'll be a little bit like the reaction when brock defeated the undertaker because part of the silence was that you have an expected result um so when brock won we just thought huh did the ref not did he forget did undertaker forget to kick out or something like we thought you know (laughs) we thought there was more coming so with this, because Batista's had such nothing promos, it, it would be astounding for me, personally, to see him win. Because I, I haven't seen anything that makes me think he's actually going to win. Right. No, I I, I agree. Um, His yeah, promos have no bite. He's lost weight. I, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't they're, look they're like he's joking. Gonna win. Yeah, they're joking. Like, and Triple H's career is on the line. Either it means nothing at this point, and that's how we should feel. Which is, you know, that's another thing we bring up all the time. When they give us certain reactions and attitudes, what a, a human, you know, the, the human response, the organic response is to mirror that. So if we're not supposed to give a fuck, that's what we will do, right? So that's what right. we're doing. So either Triple H does lose and we really aren't supposed to care, or Triple H will in fact win and we'll just keep moving on. Uh, but I will say... I am excited to watch this match. I know that they haven't done a great build, but I do want to see Batista come out, and I am super hopeful that there's some fireworks at play. And uh, also, if you play the Brothers of Discussion official game, which you can find at bodpodcast.com, that's one of our lovely games, is every time a firework goes off, you got to take a drink! (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Do you have to do it for the full Batista entrance? Yeah, each firework. <laughs> Might as well just chug that sucker. Are you picking uh, Triple H as well? Yes, triple, triple, triple. 
All right. Uh, Matt, we're going to move to your most anticipated match, maybe I... in the history of wrestling, and that's Roman Reigns <laughs> and your boyfriend, Drew McIntyre. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh. I think I'm just so passionate about this match because of how I am so alone in this world <laughs> of thinking that Drew McIntyre needs this match way more than Roman Reigns does. And the emotional impact uh, and story that can be built from Roman Reigns losing and Drew McIntyre winning compared to just Roman winning and Drew losing? Who gives a fuck? You just have... Okay, Roman wins. He'll go on to face Brock Lesnar after Seth loses. Ho-hum. Who cares? But if Drew McIntyre wins this goddamn match... And he gets to walk away talking about destroying the shield. Mike, he beat Dolph Ziggler. He beats Dolph Ziggler. And now he beats Roman Reigns in a singles match at WrestleMania. He's got a WrestleMania moment now. God damn. That is, he would be at the top, the tippy top of whatever ladder mountain peak, whatever you want to talk about. Drew would be there. And Roman would not not be there. But I think I think Roman, you know, his character should finally be at that point to start giving rubs to, to someone else. And uh, I think it starts with Drew. I think the plan should still... We just went a whole goddamn year. All of 2018 was the year of Drew McIntyre. <laughs> and then to just throw it away, I just don't understand. But... We're also talking Here, WWE, but I, I'm going on. You want to say something? Go ahead. You, no, you know where my head's at. Well, I, you know, I don't think your prediction's that far off. Um, WrestleMania traditionally is where uh, stories come to a close, um, and usually that means that the face gets you know their comeuppance. But so far, we've almost exclusively picked faces outside of Samoa Joe, who his match might not even be on the card anymore. Who right. knows? <laughs> Um, the way that poor man gets disrespected by this company. Um, but yeah, we've almost exclusively picked baby faces. Um, with Roman coming back from uh, leukemia, um, it's tough for me to say, you know, like, I would not put money on this match just because of that. Like, you know, sometimes after the big injury, you know, you get your first win and then things kind of go back to normal. Um this is Roman Reigns we're talking about. This is WWE's pet project. This is the guy they thought that was going to be the face of the company. Uh, you know, a strong candidate to be the cover boy for WWE 2K20. Um, but there's just something about McIntyre, the way he's been booked. Um, historically, you know, there's a lot of articles written about when he first debuted. Vince called him the chosen one. Um you know, he, he didn't quite grab that brass ring at that point in his career. You know, he toiled around for a couple of years, an Intercontinental Champion, and then he left, came back, was a megastar in NXT, and now we're here. He basically swept through the shield. Um, and my God, he's getting a WrestleMania match against Roman Reigns. It's non-title. It's it's just emotional. Uh, McIntyre has so far been winning. <sighs> Matt, I think Reigns is going to go over because 
you know, the 50-50 booking that we've mentioned in other matches uh, earlier in the show. Uh, mathematically, Reigns will win. But I think one spot where we might have a heel victory is this match. There's just a, there's a little, there's something, there's just something. You know, you can just feel it. Like, there's just one little, a little bit of doubt for me that, you know, McIntyre, they're going to let his, you know, let Mac brother Matt, let his dreams come true at WrestleMania. I, I can't, I can't, I couldn't put a penny on this match because it's, it's essentially a cancer survivor award versus my God, look what you've done to your body. <laughs> we let you sweep the shield. Let's let him, you know, finish the, you know, totally finish the sweep here. Yeah. And like you said, Reigns does not need another win. He's, he's Teflon. He, you know, he's in that upper echelon. Doesn't matter, you know, if he even has a championship ever again. Fighting Reigns is and defeating him is a is an achievement in and of itself. So, I'd like Drew to win. Um, I just you know it's it's you know the really really the first match after um, leukemia. You know what? No, he had uh, fast lane, didn't he? Yep. Scratch all that. McIntyre's got it in the bag. Boom, <laughs> roasted. Matt, we got two matches, three matches left. Uh, we got Daniel Bryan and Kofi. Matt, uh, hot tag, do you really see Kofi Kingston, who has never cut a promo in his life, defeating arguably the best male heel in WWE? Do you see that happening? Yes. Give me, uh, give me two reasons. Well... We have a Saudi Arabia show coming up, and we know how much Daniel Bryan loves not going to those. So to get that WWE championship overseas, you got to give it to your old Kofi Kingston. Woo! Woo! Love it, Matt. That is my favorite take of this entire episode. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um I mean, the other reason is just uh, I, I think they've... This isn't what the WWE is thinking, but... I initially said, oh, my God, they missed the mark. They should have just given it to him at Elimination Chamber. Uh, but it's obvious they wanted to just keep building and building and building. And they're, they're, they're definitely building to this giant, like, explosion of emotion at, at WrestleMania. The only thing going against it is, unlike when Daniel Bryan did this, it's not at the end of the card. So if Kofi loses and, you know, they swing it into a Big E rivalry... Um, that I mean, that's still possible, but I I just have there's so much going against Daniel holding on to this title, um, yeah, and Kofi and and so much going for Kofi winning it. So I I just think that's that's all. Yeah, go ahead. What what do you think? Oh, um, you know the one thing because Daniel Bryan he's so good as a champion, he's so good as the heel, um, but it feels like. Just uh, you know, kind of, kind of restack the deck a little bit. I think a Kofi win and then a Big E heel turn would just, oh my God, that that stadium would just explode with noise. Like they, they wouldn't even know how to emotionally handle themselves. I don't think it would be a cheer or a boo. It would just be a collective caveman like, ah, <laughs> just unable to process what just happened. Which would have been um, me if Big E had just showed up at Money in the Bank. But, uh, you know, we'll talk <laughs> about that later. Um, is Daniel Bryan deserving of being a champion? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is Kofi? No. 
Sorry. Wow. I Jesus. think uh, the only way he becomes champion is if it's Racist. short-lived or if we can immediately transition this storyline. And Matt, honestly, if he does feud with Big E, I think Kofi would be the Janetti. Oh my god, yeah. I uh, You are a thousand percent correct. And that goes to what we've been saying the last couple weeks. This isn't... God, it's like it... It's so weird that we have to, like, qualify it, but, like, Big E should be the guy in this match. Like, I, Kofi's fine. He's cool being Kofi, and what's the, what makes this story so good is everything they're saying about Kofi Kingston in the promos is true. It's, it's true. And, um, you know what? Maybe it is, you know, this is his wwe championship his wrestlemania moment and and i will say the poison from this is that now the fans think they can get anybody into the main event you know like do you ever expect tyler breeze to be in the main event at wrestlemania fighting for the wwe championship no no right exactly so i i just kofi kingston was tyler breeze and and as a as a solo character um kofi kingston is the new day yes of course he skyrocketed to the moon but i think that's because he's surrounded by xavier woods and and Big E, and i think even right. more so Big E, who's an amazing talent in the ring just like kofi but his charisma and and likability and just maybe lovability like you just want to hug that guy he's just a big old teddy bear yep i Big E should be in this match, but that's a whole other conversation for another day. And I think that is why Big E is going to be maybe the next feud after Kofi wins the title. Because uh, Daniel Bryan's going to take a little breaky-poo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they the introduced thing... the no rematch clause. Or yeah. the, the non... There is no more rematch clause. So I think right. that might have even been to set up no, Kofi will not be facing Daniel Bryan in Saudi Arabia. Daniel Bryan will be at home in Seattle with his baby, you know, boy or girl. I don't know. Oh, Birdie. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah, it's just it'll muddy muddy the water, waters for a lot of guys. Um, you know, like the Mizes, the Ali's, the Joes. You know, all those SmackDown guys to do this, but it'll put the New Day at the forefront. Um and make them easily the most interesting thing on SmackDown. Mike, um, if, let me throw this at you real quick. I know we're hitting two hours, so just tell me no if oh, you don't Jesus. want to do this. Um, do you remember Daniel Bryan's first feud after winning the title? Nope. It was Kane. So. Oh, gosh. If Kofi Kingston is not fighting Big E, he's not going in the ring against samoa joe because he would just get destroyed or at least that's what we should believe we should believe that and if randy's beating aj styles then he should get the next title shot um but again kofi should lose to randy orton so what you end up having to do is having to find a cane for kofi to fight someone who's pretty tough he's mean and he's a bad guy but he can't be too good because it's still got to be believable for Kofi to hang out of that title for more than just one week. 
EC3. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Who'd you have in mind? I don't I don't really have one in mind to be honest, but you know, um I mean, you could throw in a Rusev or a, a god, you could at this point you could throw in a Nakamura, right? Yeah. Um but that that's more along the line of what, you know, his next opponent would be if it's not something cool like Big E. Because otherwise, they're setting up a feud for him to lose that title. But we are getting the shakeup soon, too. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, you know what? I think the most interesting part of this this match is what happens the day after. Because yeah. I, I, it doesn't move the needle to have Kofi be the champion for a long time. Sorry. No, Matt, you're, you're fine. Um, we got uh, Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Mike, I ran a, a quick <sighs> poll on our Facebook group page. Yeah. Who's most likely to lose their title match at WrestleMania? Yeah. Most votes goes to Seth yeah. Rollins. Oh. Yeah, you know, it. it's the same. You know, go back and listen to the old episodes. It's the same crap every time. It's, can somebody please just take the belt off of Brock? I'm so tired of this. Let Brock be a you know special occasion like the Undertaker to let him just show up for big events, which is what he wants to do anyway. Let our champion be visible. Let it be somebody like Seth who you know rarely gets hurt. He's really good on the mic. He could be a face. He could be a heel. He's got a really good move set. Uh, he's got a really cool finisher. Uh, I I don't know. It's just another example of somebody who would be a more fitting champion. So it's like the hope. The hope is just anybody but Brock. I mean, yeah, and I think you know, like you said, we've been asking for that for for a very long time, and we got it for a couple months, and now you know, then Roman went away, and took away our happiness with him, and. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, what I said before about Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns, I think we just might be looking at, you know, maybe Drew McIntyre gets the big win at WrestleMania and then Roman Reigns wins the number one contenders match on Monday. Right. Um, so that's that's something we've seen happen before. I'd be pretty I'd be pretty OK with that. Um, yeah, I guess I, I, I guess. You know where to pivot from from here in the story is just uh you know it's it's tough to say but you know we love seth the way that this feud has been booked the promos and stuff it just looks like looks like another brock lesnar win well last year we went 0 for 2 um as far as royal rumble winners um it's going to kind of help us segue into the last match we have to talk about um Are do you think the royal rumble winners again? Yeah, are they going to go 0 for 2 again this year, Matt? No. Okay, so you're not pick. Are you picking Seth? No. So wait a minute. <laughs> I'm picking Asuka. I'm just Asuka! <laughs> you know what? When Stephanie opened up Monday Night Raw and said that the title match was going to be a four-way, Yeah. I... They acted like the way that she said April Fools, she was acting like, oh, just kidding. We're not going to make this that confused. That would have made me so goddamn happy. And, and fuck her. I, I would have laughed that. really, really, really hard. Oh, my God. That was so mean. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say that real quick. Uh, real quick. Uh, one other hilarious thing that I don't think it's getting any credit. 
um, was Kevin Kevin Owens mediating the AJ Styles Randy Orton contract signing. Yeah. And when the the mean comments got really personal, and Kevin Owens just kind of looked at both of them and pushed his chair back. And just walked right out of the situation. <laughs> right before things got physical. It was so damn funny. The way he made a scene like that. Um, I'm pumped too for Mania to be over. Just to see what Kevin Owens is going to do first. Um, but anyway. Uh, Ronda Rousey. The Raw Champion. Versus Charlotte Flair. The new SmackDown Champion. Becky Lynch. The man. Well, let me let me give. Uh, I want to give a quick spoiler here, or maybe a preview of our uh, drinking game, for the uh, specifically for this match. Uh, and rule number one uh, is something we just talked about. I said if Asuka gets involved, drink every beer in your fridge and all of your liquor. <laughs> so that's rule number one. <laughs> Do you mean? <laughs> okay, I'm happy with that stipulation. I'm not even gonna try to tag that. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, take a drink for every arm bar. Uh, that includes Becky Lynch. Uh, chug. Her fake-ass arm bar? Yep, you gotta chug during every figure eight. So, what about for every woo? Ooh, that, that's a good one, but I, uh, I tried to hold back. Um, you'd be dead. Like, I thought about, like, the, the yes chance and stuff, but then I just realized, you know, you're, you're gonna die. Um... And then I have a uh, high five, sit back, and enjoy Joan Jet, which I'm, I'm. That was kind of my segue into probably the most, one of the more underrated parts of this match will be Joan Jet singing uh, yeah. "Bad Reputation." I, I am super stoked for that because this, that I, we've said it before. This is not only one of my favorite wrestling entrance songs. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. And I, what's <laughs> what's so funny is how like sold and won over i was a year ago a year a year ago in rest uh ro- the royal rumble uh, i thought you were gonna uh, say in wrestling years yeah <laughs> like in dog years um, yeah um i think like a year ago in wrestling years is like a month <laughs> can you uh yeah i don't know i don't know we got to get a one of those notebooks with a conversion chart um well can you believe man we're just a year removed from Rhonda's debut match where she had some questionable promos coming into it and then she just destroyed at WrestleMania. Like totally turned the crowd in her favor. Um, you know, kicked ass. She beat up her bosses. She beat up Stephanie McMahon. She pummeled Triple H. Um the crowd totally fell for her. Um within that year she became champion and, you know, people were whining that it was too soon. And then all she did was, you know, in her first year, be a pretty impressive, a pretty goddamn impressive professional wrestler. Um, and now she's going to fight Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, who met, you know, she was in the pre-show last year. And my God, she's in the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair, what more can be said about her? She's now an eight-time, an eight-time champion. <laughs> Well, now this match makes sense. Like, before, when it was just three ladies in the ring, I was It was like, really boring this. with just those two, but now with Charlotte Flair, now we got some sizzle. Oh, got I a little was, sizzle for that steak. I was making yeah. fun of her winning the title again. But... Oh. No, that that's also my original point, was not to put her in this match, because it would have been fine. Matt, hot uh, tag. 
Yeah. Most disappointing outcome possible for this match. I think Charlotte Flair winning. Okay. She Matt. just won the SmackDown Women's title. What? What the fuck? is? Hot tag the corniest eye roll outcome of this match. Um. Well, that's hard to say because I I don't know. Like I'm not gonna say Becky. I'm gonna say uh, Becky pinning Ronda. She holds up the title. Charlotte walks over with the SmackDown title, takes a knee, Nakamura style, gives that SmackDown belt to Becky. Becky triumphantly holds both belts up in the air, and then Charlotte punches her right in the pussy. <laughs> oh my god. That's corny? That would be fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's not going to be our hot take that we post on social media. Oh I think it should be. Um, <laughs> she punches her right in the push. I wonder how my transcription <laughs> service is going <laughs> to read that. Um, that that might... was definitely pussy. <laughs> <laughs> we might have another domain to buy. Um... Punched in the pussy. <laughs> dot com. Yep. Pussypunch.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you know what's funny is how terrible this world is, is that all you really did was talk about pro wrestling and pro wrestling things happening in pro wrestling. And then my head went, oh God, how could this be negatively construed? It's like, you can't even say the word pussy anymore. Um, oh, no. Jesus, now I sound like a uh, conservative. Um, <clears throat> I mean, this we've been doing this storyline since what, October? Uh, uh is this yeah, is this becky lynch's to lose with charlotte well i mean if it was real pro sports yeah um <laughs> but she's winning this i i think like this would be a major fuck up like what do you build a character up for like you've built up becky lynch what else do you build them up for but to win at wrestlemania please somebody tell me because going for the boo to end this night, to have this be the main event, and to have the cameras go off the air with the fans going ape shit and throwing stuff into the ring, I mean, I mean, is that what you really like? Is that what they really want us to have to do? Uh, if you throw something in the ring, you're banned from the stadium forever. Like have that mentioned right before the match starts? No. Ooh, that would be a little bit of a spoiler. He'd be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, Ronda's gonna win. They've done that before, and people have taken pictures before a match starts. Like, it's just a reminder when you go crazy. <laughs> um, you know, but, I, if Ronda won, I think I would still be entertained, and I would want to see what happens next. Get out. Just, when i said that my deodorant fell over like it, it was just like <laughs> what the fuck i'm done <laughs> done and it just toppled i heard it um <laughs> no it's uh, but you know what i'm saying right like why did we do all this if we're just building up this anticipation so that we could finally go yay and then it gets taken away from us like i don't i don't know like well that's why this mania is a little hard to um like put bets on because 
I feel like we want that big triumph WrestleMania moment for Kofi. We want that moment for Seth Rollins to get rid of that fucking Brock Lesnar. And we want it for Becky Lynch. But we're not going to get all three. So you're saying that the likely, the most likely one of those three uh, wrestlers is Becky Lynch? Yes. I hope so. I do like all the people that are posting videos now, too, of, of Becky being over for years now. I don't know if you've caught any of that. Um, uh, no, but please do share that with me. I wish to see it. Sure. Uh, one of them is her when they first announced, uh, you know, the SmackDown brand and, and they, you know, drafted everybody, you know, Shane and, and Daniel Bryan doing their drafting and picking up Becky Lynch. And then the entire stadium chanting, you know, Becky, Becky. And this was how many years ago? And then, yeah. you know, there's all uh, my my big thing was, uh, uh, you know, we can go back to the archives and look at our blogs during uh, Money in the Bank, where I was actually on my my honeymoon at the time. But the one thing I will take away from that money in the bank forever will be the crowd going absolutely apeshit for Becky Lynch almost winning the money in the bank. And I called it at that point where I said, no, she deserves a title shot. You, do, The crowd does not just go bananas for anybody who has talent and can talk on the mic. Like, that That had to go this way. And, um, you know, it, it kind of goes to that, that the same argument of this match didn't need Charlotte Flair. She didn't need to take the title from Asuka. And again, you're just building up more heat, right? Like, if this ends with Charlotte holding the title, I just... Like, you know, there's... I said a week ago, why does the WWE hate its fans? And I was a little embarrassed even while I was saying it. But if you take the title from Asuka, and then a week later... You have Becky Lynch lose to Charlotte. What are we doing? Right? Like, what? Are, are we still doing TV where good things can happen? Or are we only trying to make us more and more angry? Like, to make social media blow up for WWE? Like, is that what we're watching? Like, is that why we're wasting our time? You know what I mean? And I hate to sound like that. I hate, like, I'm going, why am I wasting my time listening to this? <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, are we watching a show that we can hope for the best? Or are we just watching a show that's being written to create anger? And I think, I think I'm being logical when I ask that question. I'm not just being an angry pro wrestling fan. Because if I knew that like i don't know like game of thrones was only being written to make us angry <coughs> i don't know if i would watch it but i know it's being written to entertain us and it's not to say that i wouldn't want to see like the next step in becky lynch but to know that everything was just being done to make us angry so that we'd go on social media and give wwe another boost i don't know because i think i think it would be better to know like sometimes the good guys can win and, and yeah you know what you know what it is yeah. um that pick with ronda it's for me it's not super serious it has more to do with like in game of thrones you know there's certain elements of the show where it's it's not that it's predictable it's just that it's been around long enough that it's time for certain payoffs to be there yeah so i'm ready for that i'm ready for the becky lynch story to 
you know, this this book to come to a close. And ultimately, it should be, you know, her on top of the division because she's been through so much. Um, the round of pick is just kind of, you know, to spice it up because I'm, I'm ready for this story to, you know, not that I'm sick of Becky. I'm just, I'm ready for this story to be over. So and it, it seemed like even the writing team was a little... You know, hitting a little bit of a wall, like with that last Becky Lynch promo going into WrestleMania. Like it's, it's, let's do this, let's get it. You know, in the let's settle it in the ring, and then let's let's move on. So, are you saying your official pick is Ronda or Becky? Officially, um, I'm gonna have to do Becky. Yeah. All right, that's what I was. Okay, so, uh, do you want to do a quick recap of just let's just do WrestleMania? Um, all right, so the Women's Battle Royal, we are both going with Asuka. Yes. Oh, I thought you'd jump on the next one. I will, Matt. Uh, we have a Men's Battle Royal. Um, I think we both want EC3. I, I kind of want Otis. Oh, but I went with Colin Yost. Jesus. I'm gonna... <laughs> um, I want EC3. It's probably gonna be Braun Strowman. Um... Cruiserweight Championship. I think we both have Buddy Murphy going there. Absolutely. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I think the Usos get their mania moment. I'm picking the Usos. And I went with uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black. Uh, Miz and Shane McMahon. I think uh, we both agree that the Miz is going over. Yes, for sure. Um, Women's Tag Team Championships. I think the champs retain. It's going to be Sasha and Bailey. I agree. United States Championship. If this actually happens, uh, I'm picking Rey Mysterio. Mike, were you going Joe on this? Yeah, I I think that Rey is getting booked because it doesn't matter his win-loss record. I'm going to pick Uncle Joe on this one. Um, we have the Intercontinental Championship being defended by Monsieur Bobby Lashley against the Demon. The Undefeated. Finn Balor as a demon. Matt, <laughs> the demon win streak continues. And uh, does this mean hot tag? Does regular Finn Balor still get to wear the belt? Mm-mm. Not even for a second. But, Triple H versus Batista. We are both going the game. The career continues. Yes. Matt, I am uh, in lockstep there with you. I think Triple H uh, goes no, over. you're supposed to go AJ Styles and Randy. Oh, right. No, I didn't, I didn't say pick we... Triple H, man. You're right. We, we both picked Triple H. I, I, I fucked it up. Go ahead. God. All right, Matt, AJ, and Randy. I'm picking AJ. And I'm going Randy. Ew. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. I, you know, I'm going to go with the I hope pick here. I hope that Drew McIntyre wins this thing. I uh, I hope for Drew. I think there's a lot. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if the fast lane match counts for the uh, leukemia payback. Uh, if it does, Drew McIntyre. If not, Uncle Roman. Matt. The WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan and the Earth versus Kofi Kingston. Um, I. Mm, 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 mm. Kofi does not get his mania moment. Daniel Bryan goes over. Jesus. Uh, Kofi Kingston's winning that one, baby. 
Fantasy Championship. Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Unfortunately, Brock Lesnar is holding on to this thing. Yeah, I think that giant douchebag does get to keep his stupid belt. <laughs> and in the main event, in a winner-takes-all match, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the end of this story. It is time to crown the man as the woman. I agree. Becky Lynch is taking this one we are finally seeing wwe prevail over these goddamn mixed martial arts champions and, and someone who can wrestle and has some goddamn charisma although i did really like that april fool's joke it's gonna win the raw and smackdown women's championships ladies and gentlemen that is the brothers of discussion picks for wrestlemania 35 happening this sunday all the festivities start at 1 a.m. the morning before because this match card has thousands of matches in it. Uh, we hope you enjoy, and uh, you know we're gonna have so much fun on uh, at BOD Podcast talking to you. We'll be on our Facebook, our new Facebook group, which does include a lot of spoilery stuff. Actually, both of them kind of do. But uh, join us on Facebook. Join us on Twitter at BOD Podcast all the coverage for the rest of our wrestlemania weekend and raw and smackdown will be on bodpodcast.com and brothers check it all out and of course go to itunes soundcloud and google play review subscribe give us those five stars so that we can start building up uh, a fan base here and give you some some uh juicier content with some maybe some interviews every now and then anywho so just just subscribe and review. That's all we're asking. Brothersofdiscussion.com. I'm Matt. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, I'm Mike. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye, everybody.